Now then, welcome back to another Bobcast. The sun is shining, the beer gardens are open, and another episode for you. What more could you ask for? Now in this week's episode, bit of a first for me, bit of a three-way. We have Adam and Mark, otherwise known as Dope Deco. Two expats, one English, one Irish, smashing it down under in Sydney. So you know the score by now, stick on your headphones, put up your feet, give it a listen, and give us your feedback. And one for the ladies, or even the men, check out the bonus link in the show notes. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators, with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So on this week's episode, it's first time for a three-way <laughs> for me anyway. <laughs> not the Matuto. Uh, we've got Adam and Mark from Dope Deco, both expats in a fashion, um, both over in Australia or down under, should I say, in Australia. In well, are you where are you again? Sydney. Sydney. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Melbourne. I've got Melbourne stuck in my head. You guys are both in Sydney, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. How are we doing? What time of night is it there? Uh, eight o'clock now. Yeah. Oh, you're what? nearly bedtime. Yeah, about 11 <laughs> hours behind us then. <laughs> oh, no, you're in front, aren't you? About 11 hours in front of us. Yeah, we're in the future, mate. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah you can't tell, like, Sunday morning, my brain's not functioning properly yet. <laughs> <laughs> Get another coffee in, Chris. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I'll have another one in a bit when I have a bacon sandwich. Ooh, now we're talking. Oh, you shouldn't have said bacon sandwich. Ba- ba- bacon. Yeah, the bacon's not the same here. It's ba- ba- oh. bacon sandwich with a bit of grated cheese on. Oh, nice. Yeah, bit of ba- grated cheese and brown sauce. Yeah, mate, okay, we're, we're, we're moving feet. back home now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're convinced. <laughs> I, I, I might even send you a picture later. <laughs> 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 so. Oh, who's in you two guys' households? I'll let you t- decide between you who's going first. <laughs> go on, Shilty. You go. Um, in my house tonight, I've got three kids and my wife. I've got Haley, and I've got three kids. Keen is nine, Maddie is four, and Lukey is eight months. So if you hear any noise in the background, don't be alarmed. It's just the guys getting ready for bed. Yeah, <laughs> killing do, each other. <laughs> do, you, do you find they have like a hyper hour before they go to bed? Yeah, we call it the um, the witching hour here, Chris. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's um, there's a lot of shouting going on and a lot of negotiations going on. And um, yeah, we, we start trying to get everybody bath and homework done and dinner so we start that around six and yeah, a bit similar to us then yeah see, typically then see i'm quite lucky because my little lad will say i'm tired can i go to bed <laughs> that's oh, what you want no. <laughs> Love, loves, loves his bed how old is he chris seven the wow. both both my kids have always been like it I, I i love my bed i love my sleep i don't lie in but i do enjoy my sleep but they I mean, on a non-school night, he'll go to bed at half seven so he can watch a Marvel film. 
as soon as it's finished, he'll turn it off about half nine. You know, and that's it. Wow. You know, yeah. pretty well trained and pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah, it must be a must be a big whip. <laughs> I'm a big believer in tough love. That's the way I was brought yeah. up. Not, not in a nasty way, it's it's tony of voice. So no, yeah. in the right way, and the fear of it's more frightening than getting it. <laughs> no, I'll take it later. So who's who's in your house? Oh, hang on. So is your is your other half from Ireland as well, Mark, or is your other half Australian? She's from Ireland. She's from um, Tipperary. Yeah. Long way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, Chris. Yeah. I'm just wondering because when I've, sp- when I've spoke to some, they're other, they're other half's uh, Australian or whatever, you know, they've, they've been there all the while. So what about you, Matt, uh, Adam? I'm thinking um, of somebody I know, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably do that quite a bit tonight, I reckon. Um yeah. In my house, there's me, my fiance Heather, um, my little son Lincoln, who turned two on Monday, actually, and uh, my dog Charlie and my psychotic cat Lola. Uh, what, yeah. what sort of dog is it? He's a Mastiff cross Staffy. Oh, yeah. interesting combination. <laughs> yeah, he's like a big American Staffy. He's a big, dopey, stupid, sucky thing yeah he's he's a, he's about 36 kilos dogs like their owners yeah, yeah pretty much yeah yeah he's a dopey twat yeah <laughs> i'll tell you what if you see picture of mine i have a spaniel it's all airs we call him uh tina turner because air goes frizzy on top but there's a picture circulating somewhere and one of me and one at dog at side of each other and very similar when i used to have long hair and a perm very similar looking <laughs> oh, <brilliant. laughs> so, so your story in business. How did you two start? Because you're obviously you two are a partnership. Where's where's the name Dope come from? Um, I, I so I I started up Dope Deco, and me and Mark. It's a bit of a long winded story, but me and Mark were working together um, on another firm. But I, like. We'll give you the so when I came to Sydney as a backpacker, I worked at the university and I I did like maybe two months with this company and Mark was there um working. He was like a sort of supervisor for that company. And I, I went off down to Adelaide to do my regional work to get my second year holiday visa. I spent a couple of years down there, went around the world, blah, blah, blah. And then I came back and I was working on the new Royal Adelaide Hospital. And I was doing, I, I, I can painting. I was like, I'm never painting again because I, I was just working for a bunch of tossers and people who couldn't run a bath, let alone a job. It was yeah. like turning up to work blind and, you know, with, and there was no materials there. And then the client was like, oh, you're doing this room as well. And I'd paint that room and the boss would be like, no, you won't paint that room. I'm like, well, you weren't, didn't pick up your phone. It was a nightmare. So I was like, right, I'm not painting. So I um, started at the, at, the, at the hospital labouring and then I got offered a supervisor's role on the light rail in Sydney and I was like, oh, okay. So I moved back to Sydney and I was going to start on, 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 on the light rail as a supervisor and I was kind of between sort of starting work and I th- my mate in Adelaide was like, oh, you should go and work with my mate's uh, painting firm in Sydney. Uh, you go uh, and and this and I, I was sort of doing a few bits for a couple of old painters and that and I, went, I turned up to uh, work one day and 
like he, Stevie was like, I'm not there, you know, just ring Mark. So I rang Mark and it turned out it was Mark that I'd worked with, you know, two yeah. years ago. Do you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, the chances of that. So then we were working together and um, I'd had enough and I, I, I sort of saw an opportunity of, you know, the caliber of houses and how much work there was in Sydney. And I was like, right, maybe I should just go for it. Cause I had my own business in the UK. Yeah. And I went off and started Dave Deco and, and, and then I, I, Mark came in on it, but, but Mark was here way before me. So, cause you, you're Brighton based originally, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. 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 You're not fans coming back? <laughs> well, mate, what? I'm competing against Tommy. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Like my, my missus is still, you know, undecided whether she wants to move back. And I thought, fuck, I'll, I well, I'll, Brighton. Would you want to go up and price against Tommy? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I was just gonna ask, is your missus uh, English as well, or is she Aussie? Yeah, she's um yeah, she's she's actually if you want to go bloodline, she's actually um, part Italian, part um, Aussie. Yeah. So she's got like dual, but her her mum's, you know, like her her dad's Italian Aussie, and yeah. you know, and that's how I she's got dual citizenship. That's how we yeah. ended up here. She'd be fiery then. Yeah, she's mental. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just checking. You're all right, love. <laughs> just checking in. I'm only joking. Yeah. So no, I'll you... get a right good kicking once this is over, no doubt. Yeah. She'll be what she'll be doing it under the table, so I can't see it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Prodding yet. So how, yeah. how did you start in business, Mark? Um, well, I suppose look, I just sort of Bounce in and fill in the blanks where ads had um, left out. So, yeah, I, when I was um, working at the college, I didn't actually get to work with Adam. We only met each other at Smoko. And um, Smoko is like morning tea. Fag break. You know, like you're, yeah, yeah. fag break. And we were, um, we just got speaking with each other almost over the, the 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 kitchen table as it were and um he had told me that he had worked for a painter that i had worked for so we yeah. built up a bit of a good rapport actually um sharing vietnam stories about this this guy we worked for I won't mention any names but yeah we were just having a laugh about um our time with this guy and that was it then me and him just sort of it's met tough. each other every day like that and then about a year ago, the or a year or two after that, then the guy said that um, a guy Adam is coming to work with work with us, and then Adam turned up, and um, yeah, we got talking, and I could see then that ads at that time was starting. I don't know if he really liked painting before that, but he was getting into things. He was starting to love the the stuff we were doing, but then, <coughs> sorry guys, um, Rona. <laughs> yeah. Don't snuff it um, off after the podcast. <laughs> um, I, um, I think maybe six, seven months into working with the same firm, Adam just he was getting sick of how things were being run on our um with the guys that I was with, and he went, "No, I'm out of here." And I think he started off on his own. And um, I was he, he did talk about starting. Dope Daco and everything that Ads used to say to me back then, he has done yeah. right down to 
um, decorating the van the way it is with our new logo and stuff. So um, then when things got quiet with my boss, the guy that I was working with at the time, me and Ads got back together and it was really good because the two of us shared the same vision that we wanted to be the biggest and the best painters in Sydney. And I used to always think that, but I never really done anything about it. And what I liked about ads at that time was, you know, he was very, he was good at selling himself and he had a lot of faith in what we could do together. You know, he would be saying our work is going to be um, immaculate was the word he was using. I was going, Bloody hell, you can't be using that word to people because then we're gonna have to go in and actually do that. Yeah, but it turned <laughs> That's out to live up to expectation. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, look, what's this yeah. guy saying? He was saying, No, our doors are gonna be immaculate. We are, and I was going, Whoa, but I I, I knew that we were good painters, but yeah. you know, to be immaculate, that's a big statement. But then when we started a few of our bigger jobs, we got the proper fest tool, we got the proper rollers, and our work was immaculate. So yeah. th- that was really good. That it's Ad, after Ad, battles uh, having the gear, isn't it? Having yeah. the gear and uh, actually having the attitude as well. And that's, that's where ads came in where, you know, he, he was selling the product and then we would deliver it after. We would always say, wow, what are we going to do now? So we, we had to deliver. Well, that's, that's, um, I mean, I've I've worked with a mate of mine. It was it weren't like an official partnership, but he didn't have the same frame of mind as me. And I think that's it sounds it where you two have dropped lucky because you've both got the same vision, the same frame of mind. Yeah, you both want to, my mate was just like, I want to get in, get paid, get out. You know, and it it don't work. But do you find where one of you has a weakness, the other one fills gap, and vice versa? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And that's why it works. And this is the thing is like you you have to complement each other and you don't always agree on everything. But me and Mark, I'm really open and honest. And I'll I'll just say like, you know, this is how I'm feeling or whatever. You know, what what do you think of this? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Stop being a bellend. (laughs) But yeah, and you have to work to the the advantages like I always sort of say like I'm sort of like a, a bit more gun ho than Mark and let's do it yeah we can you know and Mark's like yeah. oh you know yeah. and that's and Mark's Stand back a look cautious. at the bigger picture yeah, yeah. so yeah. and there's been many occasions where you know me being gun ho has paid off and many a time where Mark's like cautious um <laughs> way of, of doing it has paid off so and and you know we i don't think we've ever had a proper tiff have we i mean we've had a bit of a lover's tiff or whatever what yeah, yeah lover's tiff yeah one or two <laughs> small lover's tiff that. <laughs> we actually i think maybe give a hug at the end of it and that was it but yeah, we yeah. do try and iron things out pretty soon and, and, some, and sometimes if adam is saying something if he's maybe given the plan and my face doesn't <laughs> sort of. <laughs> he, he, he knows. Like, yeah, he, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though I'm trying to maybe, yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. But my face is telling a different tale. Your face is saying no, no, no. Yeah, I'll yeah. just stop halfway through and go. Oh, you're not feeling this, are you? And Mark's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose the thing, the strength is knowing your strengths. I suppose in your in your business, isn't it? With with two of you. It's yeah, knowing what, it what, what your strengths and weaknesses are. 
Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, with knowing Adam so well now, and I suppose him knowing me, we, we both know like when we walk into a job, what Adam's price is going to be and what my price is going to be. And I think, you know, after two or three years of knowing each other, you know, that's a really important thing where then yeah. Adam can go and look at a job and doesn't necessarily need me there or vice versa. Well, that, yeah, when, it's, when only, I, it's only the big ones that are yeah. like, you need two brains are better than one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Because now we've worked out our flow system of how we work. It's yeah. taken a while and we've lost money, big money as well. Not You know, we lost 20 grand on one job last year, underpriced. Yeah. 10 grand on one, on one this year, brutal. But, you know, like, that's that's part and parcel. And it's, you're not going to get everyone right. And that's, you know, and now we know, like, sort of how our systems are. It's only the big ones that I'll sort of draw Mark in. And that's what we've sort of worked out. We've both got our roles within the business, if that yeah. makes sense now, sort of thing. Yeah. So when, when I was with my mate, what we'd do, we'd go look, say if it was a big external, we'd both walk around with pen and paper back then. This was... 17 18 years it ago. sounds like how me and my mate dave and, used to do it I think and we, we both say. walk around work it out hours rather than price oh okay we'd, we'd go and sit back at van's house smoking then and he was we'd go and sit and have a fag at van and com- compare his hours and on an outside say a job that was probably about a week to two weeks you'd mm. probably be within about three or four hours of each other wow, you know, wow. Then that's good that way mm. you know, then, you're on the you same page well, you're on you're on forty four hours. I'm on forty one. Let's say we're on the side of danger and go forty four, and then obviously yeah. the hourly rate. There's your price plus your materials and whatever extra. So, so would you would you price it like not secretly, but you wouldn't say anything to each other and see what you yeah, both you'd, come you'd out. Yeah, you just both walk around because, like you said a minute ago, two two brains are better than one. Two sets of eyes are better than one. He, yeah. he might he might see that window on offshoot that little foot mm. square window that I've missed. Yeah. And it, it yeah. said, you've got 44 hours and I've got 40. I said, well, do a little, mm-hmm. did you see that little wind rod offshoot? Or I thought that gable would take a bit of fanning about because it's awkward. You've got to get your ladder in there. And do, do, you, do you price your jobs on out? Like if you're working a job out now, Chris, will you work out, or, you know, that, 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 that door's three hours, or do you do it in days? Because we normally do it days. in days, I think. Days. Or, yeah. Days. Okay. I, yeah. I know roughly, I mean. I, th- I thought I was being weird then. Uh, stuff out I, I, know, I know some have spreadsheets, you know, everyone does it different. Some have spreadsheets and do it per item, but I, because predominantly I work on my own, I've, my my main common one, which is the jobs I prefer, are what I call three or four day standards. Where it's you go in, imagine your typical English house if you still can. Mrs. Jones' front room in a Barrett house, ceiling walls woodwork, four inches skirt in two sills, and probably if you're lucky, two press doors. And it, yeah. it's, it's three days in and out. So I have a template where it's because I take a twenty five percent deposit. I have a template for the deposit with a figure on. Uh, in fact, I was just altering it yesterday because my prices are going up next year, and obviously, paint will go up six percent like it does here. So I just altered it, but I have a the twenty five percent deposit on my job acceptance, and then on the quote, it has the the main figure, and then mm. uh, so I could walk in with my iPad, look at room, think three day standard, just write three outside at room into the next room. Well, that one's bare plaster, whatever. You're going to be an extra day, four day standard. You yeah, know, th- th- I have a three and a four day standard, but other than that, I'll walk round. Say if it's an outside, I'll count the windows up and I'll have a set amount of time per window. So say, yeah. say if you have an, an hour, say if you have just like a box sash, an hour to prep, uh, 
an, an hour to fanny about doing the other bits, sanding, an, an hour of coat, and you're doing three coats, that's five hours a window, 10 windows, 50 hours. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's obviously going to be just say, what, seven days? Well, it's, it's just over seven days, so I'd probably just round it up to eight days because why would you work a part day for less money? You just might as well yeah, round exactly. it up to a full day. And then obviously yeah. your materials yeah. on top. And then on every job, I put a bit on for sundries. These stuff like mm. so it, it, Do you then, Chris, when you're doing your job, say like Mrs. Jones' room, is that prep middle of the road? Or like if, if you're... If you're doing the walkthrough and preparing your quote, will you ask the Mrs. Yeah. Jones in what what standard do you want? Masterpiece, no, middle I'll, of the road, I'll, or I'll just get do, it on? Only do one standard. That's highest quality I can do. Hmm. Is, is that if, all the time? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know you can price to a budget, but if somebody says to me, I'll, I'll do, I'll just take every job as the highest standard you can do within, yeah. you know, within the budget they're willing to pay. But then you might get a rental. And they say, oh, well, this ceiling will want one coat. Mm. But and, and what, one of my pet hates is, all they need is a quick coat. Don't oh, matter whether mm, it's getting... Yeah. There's no quick coat. It's still, if it takes you 15 minutes to paint the ceiling, it's no quicker than a normal coat. A coat's a this, coat. It, it, this is the, the the problem that me and Mark have encountered. And, and I think as time goes on and our business progresses, we've sort of like, we know that we're sort of like decent painters um and that but we're we're trying to get into the realm of like doing the top top flagships um you know yeah. top five percent of houses in sydney and you know we're doing all the special effects and decorative finishes and that but we're still not getting sort of without sounding like a wanker like the, the sort of houses we deserve like the big yeah. houses that you get here yeah and we're we're going up against rough middle of the road painters and our price doesn't reflect them you know we, we we put in a price 90 grand someone came in at like 35 and i'm like yeah. like how like it's well, all the it, time people are coming at half or a third less yeah. than us so i'm just like how in, in, in that hell? case i'd say you've, you've got to sell yourself have yeah. a decent portfolio to back it up and mm. when you go look at the job give them three things Three three things of value that the other company aren't like. You could yeah. walk in door. There's there's certain things I do, uh, and it's through listening to other podcasts like self education, other podcast books. So I've got a, it's stupid. It's I've got a dog. Make a bloody fosser it. Mm. No, yeah, and talking yeah, to the yeah, kids and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but don't come across as bloody creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, that's me out the window. Yeah. Then. I better it's not talk be, to the kids. Being enthusiastic about your work and knowledgeable about about your products. Mm. Uh, why it's, it's basically you've got to let them know why you're charging more than wobbly bob mm. as I always joked out road what you're giving them that's better value the dustless sanding that used to be a big thing but everyone in the dog's yeah. got even bloody handymen are buying them yeah. you know yeah. dustless sanding uh, the main one I'll, I'll give a tip here the main one is say, have you ever had a professional in before and if say yeah what experience was it and if there's anything they say that was bad, make a mm. note of it and just make sure you don't bloody do it. If they say, well, yeah. we had an house cat and we asked them, you know, purposely not to let the house cat out and they did, just make make a bloody note and be aware of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Or they left us upside down over weekend, which I know most quality decorators had tied yeah. the tools in a corner. I but think just it, make sure so you do opposite of what bad experiences they've had. 
Yeah, I think for us as well, it's like we're only a new company, really, like the last, well, I mean, we're three, four years old, this, you know, and and like we're getting, you know, now it's really starting to take off and we will yeah. get there. I mean, we're working with some of the top designers and stuff in Sydney now and architects and that, and it is getting there, but it's just... You know, that's more for our decorative finishes and stuff. And like now our work is shifting from just general house painting. I reckon probably 40% of our work is doing the trowel and French wash finishes, which to be honest, me and Mark way prefer doing for multiple reasons. It's really creative and and you earn a lot more money. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's interesting, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, th- I think like, you've got to know, know your figures, know your market, and aim at it. There's a good book I read just over a year ago, The Pumpkin Plan. And it yeah. says basically 80% of your work comes from 20% of your custom. And yeah. it's, it's the American pumpkin growers. They buy this seed and they kill off everything around it that's negative. Well, it's basically what you do is, is get rid of all the negative customers and focus on the money ones and target that, yeah. you know, to get that in. Yeah, because that, 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 go on, Mark, sorry. I, I was just going to say, Chris, I had my um, friend, he's an expat, and he put my name out. I told him that Adam and I were going to be, you know, um, you know, we're going to be doing um, a lot of good work. We're very neat. We're very tidy. We're turn up. We're very professional. And he says, oh, look, I've got a lot of um, customers. I'll send them your way. So he sent me... Um, the, the the two ladies phoned me. One was a big job for about inside and out. And there was maybe, there could be maybe 12 or 13 um, rooms in this house. And they were looking the inside painted, the outside painted. The outside was in really, really bad shape. And all the windows were the, the French doors, French windows yeah. all around the house. So they need scaffolding around the house. They needed tiger tails. They were going to be living in there, so we had to tidy up every day. So I think maybe inside was about 40 grand and outside was maybe 60. And I think all up with two or with um, gear, GST, the whole thing came to 120. And I submitted the quote and I got a phone call from the hairdresser about a week or two later saying that the lady nearly took a heart attack, that she got two quotes. At forty thousand dollars to paint the to do the same job, and I said I can't. <laughs> like I like I said I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I sort of you, you know they'll be sh- though, don't you? They'll be yeah, great yeah. gun spray brigade. Yeah, uh, I said. But tell him what Richard said. But that's the best bit. Make me laugh. What what was that again about Vidal Sassoon or something? Oh yeah, you said because he's a hairdresser. You were like, oh, but you could get your hair. He's like, I just you're never going to get customers. But this is like if you charge that amount of money. And Mark was like, yeah, but you can go and get your haircut for twenty quid down the road, or you can get your haircut with you for a hundred quid. You know what I mean? There's yeah. you know, and he's like, yeah, but I don't, I still don't understand it. I'm it's just like you know, it's but. It's, it's, it comes down to selling yourself and what you're giving. I mean, not to make you feel worse, it took me 10 years where I am here. To get yeah. It's, it's, it's selling yourself and what you're going... I mean, perfect example, I live round corner. Many a time on a Sunday we'll have fish and chips. I'm literally a five-minute walk away from an award-winning chippy. Mm. You know, we'll, we'll ring up, order it in the morning because everything that's going on, you can order it for like half oh, four and go and pick it up. 
But other week, when we was allowed to travel before lockdown, we went up to Whitby, which is further up coast, famous for fish. Mm. It is. And we went to this restaurant called Trenchers, fantastic restaurant. I, I can go out corner, get fish, chips, peas for me and missus. Same for kids, but kids won. About 22 quid. Went, went up to Trenchers, sat wow. 48 quid. But your napkins are paper, but they feel like uh, cloth. You know, it's it's really nice out, fantastic, dressed real well, nice inside. You get, instead of like a little thing on the side, you get a ramekin with your peas in or your tartar sauce. And it's the experience. And we both left and said, I'd come again. Yeah. It, yeah. it was a good 20 quid dearer, but it's, you weren't rushed in and out. It's the whole experience. And that's what you've got to sell, the experience, what you're giving them. Yeah, over a local bloke that's coming in, you know, throwing, rolling his dust sheets out. My mate used to do it. It pissed me off. He'd, he'd get his dust sheets, roll them up, end the job, annoy him back at van. You'd get yeah. to the next job, put it out, and there's half a shit before you start. <laughs> you know, clean, yeah. clean, clean press sheets. Brand, it's brand awareness. You pay everything yeah. from your paperwork to your van to your work clothes with the dope deco logo on. Turning up, <laughs> walk, as soon as you walk through the door, drop a sheet. And the word gets round, you've just got to take your time doing it. It's um, well, it's obvious what we've got to do. We've obviously got to sell fish and chips with every quote with a ramekin. So well, we... well, well <laughs> my, my mate always says to me, it's the ideal job to be in because people come in, pay for the food and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you're well, getting on with this, we'll send you a cheque next week. <laughs> well, I, I think it is when, because we, we have been... Um, we do have a lot of clients that will wait on us and we're just yeah. doing a job at the moment. And I think she's been waiting on us for maybe February or March. And, you know, through one thing or another, we were meant to be going every week and then we got held up with COVID and all, but we're eventually here now. And she got us in because we were working with another firm prior to doing her work now. And she could see then Adam and I were doing everything to keep the job yeah. running smoothly the last time. But the powers to be who we were working for at that time didn't really care about how the job yeah. it's, was being it's, run. It's, and it's all little elements. It's it's selling yourself, communication. If you say yeah. you're going to assess them at do it, if you're running late, let them know. Yeah, that's my big one with clients. It's like, you know, I've got a whiteboard. It's literally behind my laptop here and it's just full of stuff. And like, I think that's the thing, you know, you've got to like lose that reputation of like, oh, he's the tradies, you know, getting pissed in the pub or he's, he's down the pub in the boozer. You know, like, and if you're, you know, that's a lot of, that's the misconception a lot of people have with, yeah. with, uh, and they think, oh, he's lying in bed dying. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm very big, like a courtesy call. There's yeah. nothing more that irritates me when someone says, I'll call you back or you're waiting on information and, and they just don't it's, return that, the call. That all comes back to asking them what experience they've had with a previous decorator for one or our trade and make sure you yeah. don't do it. And even down to like when I'm quoting a job, if I've got, Mrs. Smith booked in tomorrow at four o'clock. I'll I'll set a reminder. I'm anal. I'm I'm a, I'm a mm. Apple fanboy. Everything links. I've done some reminders on here tomorrow. Three o'clock. I'll just text them. Let them know I'm coming. They think, oh yeah, it's coming. I'll make sure I'm bubbing, not just go out the shower or you know out in a tip. Or sometimes you'll get one back. Oh sorry, I totally forgot. Can we reschedule? It saves you driving an hour. Yeah. And then it's it's getting there. The first impression, even down to have yeah. customers come back and say. If that's your paperwork, what's your work like? Because your paperwork's mm. on point. 
it's, that's, it's the whole that's what wins us jobs a, a lot that's of the time what's as well. Us, yeah. Is is how detailed our quotes are because you know, like we went and looked at a job, you know, recently for this guy, and they'd used like they put this extension or it was like a room in the roof essentially, and they'd used interior filler to set the outside. So you can yeah. imagine what had happened. And and you know, I gave a price detailed everything and all of our quotes are detailed because i i believe in transparency you've got yeah. nothing to hide that's where it's at that's yeah. what we're going to do we're not going to get in your house say we're going to do one thing and cut 20 corners you know and and yeah. those another client um we're doing in the new year you know same thing she they they had a painter and they just you know, put weather shield straight onto masonry bricks without stabilizing or seal them. It's all yeah. peeling off. And they said they didn't, you know, we're not looking for that. And I said, well, you know, I gave them references of previous, ex- you know, exteriors. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. it goes a long way with people. If you can back stuff up and you're transparent, there's nothing more annoying for a client to think they're getting bullshitted by someone because they yeah. cotton on. They're not stupid. Yeah. You know people, what I mean? If they- I think mo- most have done like pre-qualification anyway. It's getting like like the you know like the B two B business side where you you pre qualifying tender. I think a lot of people are doing that anyway because they've checked out on social media. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, we've that's... had people. Yeah, go on, Mark. Sorry, I was going to say we've had a lot of people um, look us to do work from our social media from yeah. the from it's, our. It's, our a, it's an online portfolio, and that's why I can't yeah, understand. Exactly. Well, I mean, I've I've split mine. Uh, I've got me my personal one. I have a work one uh, because one of my good friends that's in marketing says to me, "Not everybody wants to see a fat greasy burger." <laughs> and the actual burger spot I use is called Dope Burger. Uh, <laughs> is it? There you go. There but, you go. Uh, I, I split it, but I still don't get why some people put the shit they do on the social media. It's like mm. washing your washing your dirty laundry in public. Put stuff on. But put stuff that's I, I know you've it's got to show little both bits, sides. Yeah, you've got yeah. to show both. Like I, I saw one the other day, and it was like, it was it was a good piece of information. When you're spraying kitchens, don't just put the glory pictures on before and after. Put the actual few pictures of the process so customers see the hard work and graph yeah. that goes into it. So otherwise, they just think you're just coming in, taking them home, spraying them, and making a fortune. You know, yeah. but then you get yeah. some people. There was one I saw other week. I couldn't believe it. He did a live story talking to his phone, where he admitted to going for a crap in back of his van. So no time. <laughs> oh. Why would you on your professional page? I know it's all about honesty and transparency, but we, we've, uh. we've all been caught short. We've all been desperate. We're all human. We all we all got toilet. You don't need to put it on social media, dear. You know yeah, that, no. that's out there, and you'll get some. You'll get some dick that's pricing in your area that would use it against you. Do you yeah. want this bloke working in your house or do you want me working? Because I know brass, when it comes down to brass tax, there'd be people that do it. Oh, you know? that, mate, that tickled me, that did. Oh, yeah. that was funny. Yeah, but it's, it's like you, you go on a job <laughs> and you cut, you cut a corner. And, I mean, social media, as good as it is, we all make mistakes. You can put your mistakes on. But if Yeah, you, I think I think that's but, the thing. Every, like you say, everyone makes mistakes. They just need to, like, you know, people make it. mistakes. It's about how, yeah, own it. How, and how we deal by. with it. Yeah. yeah, but if if you're doing something, I mean, we've we've all done it. Where you're doing something dodgy off a ladder, you know, mm. you, you've got it rested on that. Just don't put it on fucking social media. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's some stuff you leave off and the stuff you put on. You can show your mistakes. We're only human. We're not robots. We make mistakes. It's how we deal with it and put it right. You know, I did this. It didn't dry right, so I'm going to respray it for her. Top yeah. man is admitting to is making mistakes, you know, and he's putting it right. But just don't prom that you've had a crap in your van or that you're doing a dodge and, and get off a, off a ladder. And, and this is the thing, like, I, I had a fucking nightmare down in Griffith where um, – I, I couldn't get any of the right. I, it was. I, I'm not going to go into the whole story, but essentially, I was using a, a lime-based plaster, uh, Venetian plaster, and the poros. It, it lime sucks and takes the the form of the substrate, right? Yeah. So the porosity rates of the filler patches and the jit rock were completely different, and I couldn't get the porter's lime-proof undercoat. And I rang Carl, and he was like, "Oh, maybe just use oil-based." undercoat but then there's this i can't think of the name whether that you put something over and it will keep the fumes of the oil base in and it could go wrong and he goes oh two coats of berger acrylic undercoat should be fine put that on started putting the fresco on went round then all these patches started showing up all over the walls because the yeah. reason the patches were there in the first place is like we were stripping these walls back from where the previous applicator had like looked like he put it on with a spoon it was terrible yeah. so and now I'm like, bloody hell. I'm like, think, I'm like, think, think, think. So I like sanded back these patches and I was like, right, I'll just do one more. And I spot primed them with Benzinza, re-undercoated them, refrescoed them, and then put another coat over the top. I told, told Carl all this and sent him a load of photos and he made a video. I don't want someone to make the same mistake as me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where they're in that situation. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I'm not... You know, like I, I don't want to keep all the all the good stuff for myself. And I was like, Carl was like, Do you mind if I share this like thing? And I was like, No, no of course not at all. And yeah. I had another thing where, and it was no one's fault, like really. Same thing. I, I was doing Venetian plaster in this bathroom, and the plumber, once upon a time, had put in Sharpie these lines where the cold and hot tap were. Yeah. Then the jip rocker came in. Flushed over the top, couldn't see these lines, right? I put my undercoat, two coats of Venetian plaster. I came back about, because they had to fit off a few things, came back to put a wax on it. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, the hell is that? There's these black lines coming through the wall where I'd, yeah. it, And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, the luck of that. So it's the same thing, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. but you share that information with the manufacturer so they can say, they can pass that on as like this weird story that happened. Like, you know, always yeah. check that there's no, you know, yeah. these freak natures. You, you don't want to just not share that information, you know? Yeah, I agree. So um, <laughs> getting back on track, we went down the yeah, rabbit, rabbit hole there. No, it's fine. <laughs> fine. It's brilliant. I love it. What, what's been your lowest point in business? Have you actually had one? Because you've only been going three years or was it prior to that when you was working for somebody else? Um, oh, do you know what? Last was it last year or the year before? Was it? Remember it? Yeah, it was last pod- year. It was just before that we took on that Windsor Street job, wasn't it? I, I mean, I I lost my dad to cancer last year. Um yeah. And then, sure. I, yeah, so I lost my dad to cancer, and then I came back, and then when I came back, I just had my son was like three months old. Um, it came back. We had no work on, did we, Mark? And it was no. Really... We had things in the pipeline, but yeah, that was it, pipeline. But nothing then and there. I, I, you we know, didn't I... have anything, and um, 
where where I was living, um, <laughs> in, yeah. in in the hallway. I live in a block of units and you have like a, a strata, um, a strata where you pay money every every quarter in for the upkeep of the building. And the stairwell in our block of units hadn't been painted in 20 years. And typically, if you're looking to get that painted, you would have to get three quotes in, put it to the strata and then take a vote on it. And then... Yeah. You would go with the cheapest price. And me and Adam had absolutely no work. We had stuff coming in the pipeline. And, you know, it was either paint that stairwell or rob a bank. So I just yeah. said, Adam, we're going to paint it. I don't care what anybody says. So we just went and got the paint and started painting the stairwell without permission. Because we knew at the end of it, we would get paid for it. It's the only work we could come up with. And I think maybe one of the days we were halfway through it or something and we just looked at each other and said that was it. And Adam went, he just went home and I went home and it was like... I went, fuck this, I'm going home. <laughs> I, was like, it was, I think we got a phone call. I don't think we won a job. And I was just like, it was one of them and I was just like, the fuck are we doing? Why am I painting again? Like, you know, it was really, it, it was really tough. Like, And we... Kicked out of my house and everything because just no money. It was it was just a fucking nightmare. It was an absolute nightmare for us, and it was just like it looked really grim. But then, you know, it, once once you were at bottom, and it you, you, you the oh, only like, way is oh. up. Yeah. yeah. So, and like no one's gonna come and wipe your tears for you. You know what uh, I mean? You just have to suck it up and get on with it. But sat, you know, sat there worrying about it. Nobody's gonna knock it down. Say you are. There's some work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you've got to get so out then, there yourself. We, we, after that really low point, I think then we had a couple of small scratchy jobs waiting on this big one to start. So the big one started and it started really well. And then it just went. Went to shit. <laughs> went to shit every day. It got worse. The builder was not paying. And then the builder was saying that that wasn't our problem. The, the walls were falling to bits. You could actually see. There was bricks coming out of the wall, and you could see into the neighbor's house. But that that was our problem. We, they were expecting us to um, patch and pay for that. So, yeah, and just, yeah, to, we, just to add in, this was the job that we lost twenty grand on. So yeah. this was oh. shortly after. But Mark, go on. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, we we lost a lot of a lot of money with that one, and then I think we met a. The builder told us, oh, yeah, look, I'll pay you back in spades in the next one if you just come and finish this and finish that. So, again, Adam and I said, yeah, we'll do that. But then, same again. You get, no you get so far in, it's like tipping point. Do I lose what, I've, what I should have had? I, I, see, or do I keep quite, going open, I'm going to get weighed in at some point. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I said to Mark, I, I went... Mark, this cunt's going to make us go bankrupt because he, he, we were always in his pocket for like 20 Gs. He always yeah. owed us about 20 Gs. And it, I said, I came out of Mark one day, I went, right, we're not doing any more work for this dickhead anymore. And like I said, I swear he's going to, he's going to bankrupt us or whatever. Like he's keeping Mark, on the leash, isn't it? Yeah. And Mark, was, mm-hmm. I said, this is the last one. And then ironically, the last one, <laughs> he, he, um, he basically owed us 20 grand and we had to take him to court. But, but all um, due credit to Mark, we was like a dog with a bone and 
he um he he made sure that we got that money because I read it off. I was like, yeah. uh, if it was back home, I would probably go around there and giving him a slap. But it's a bit different here, and I was like, no, you know, um, I was going for my residency and all that. But Mark Mark um found this solicitor, and we had all the emails and everything, and. We got our money eventually, but it, it was a running theme. He'd done it to every trade, mate. Like, he's he's a piece of shit. Yeah, David yeah. Lates, if you're listening, you're a tosser. So there you go. I'll, I'll mention you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on, what's been your eyes point after that? <laughs> um, this year has been very good for us, hasn't it, yeah. really? Yeah, it, it has. It has with, with all this going on. And I, I just sort of knew because I said to Adam way back in January, February, and even though like we had massive bushfires here and stuff was going on, I just had a really good feeling in my gut about work. And we have just went really, really well so far. I mean, we've had a couple of small dips, but at the moment we've got Adam and I and three guys and we're just we could be busy maybe to March April I would say yeah that's pretty good going yeah so is is the what's what's your biggest struggle that you could improve on as a company finding good guys finding good guys is really really hard really hard we have a good guy now our lead painter he's very good Tommy Gunn um, Bless him. He's fabulous, he, Tommy. He's absolutely brilliant. We we've had. I mean, not only just working uh, with Dope Daco, but the the amount of guys that I've seen over my years painting. That, like me and you were talking about earlier, Chris. You, you do have to have love for the job, yeah. e- even just a smidgen to come yeah. in and do a good job. Because if you're coming in, you don't like it, and you're just getting green at the end of the week. You're just miserable to everybody. Shitty mentality, shitty work. Yeah, and that's just it. So Adam and I are very lucky to to love the work. We we do like painting, which is brilliant. Um, Tommy enjoys it. And we've got two apprentices at the moment who are shaping up. They, They like it as well, but... Yeah, that, that would be the hardest thing. It's just finding good guys. And guys not only can paint, but are prepared to um, listen to Adam and I and to see our vision and yeah. to, you know, remember when you're in somebody's house, it is somebody's house. They've worked hard. Well, th- this is a conversation ba- I've had a lot of recently. Is, is I think a lot of the battle is you're, you're trying to find somebody. Say, say you're, you're taking a $700 a week wage. And you're mm. trying to find somebody that doesn't, that isn't part of the company and taking that, that's going to give the same 100% for $200 a week less because they're an employee, well, not an owner. And that, I think that's yeah. where the battle comes into it. But like, I just, I don't understand the mentality. Like, I, I, I've worked for multiple painters. I've not ever once gone, oh, fuck it, I'm not going to do that, or oh, I'm not going to do that. I, if, if even at whatever job I've done, throughout my life if you're gonna mop a floor do it 100 like yeah. you know what i mean like just do something put some heart and soul into it and i think there's two types of people you get people that care or they don't care and, yeah. and that's the thing do you know what i mean yeah. and i think like you know people say oh yeah but you know if it's not your own business 
they're not going to give us fuck as much. And it's like, but that 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 transpires into the sort of person they are. Yeah. Because that is what they're putting out there, their, their personality, whatever it is. You know, everyone's gone into a pub and it's like, oh, yeah, what you want? Like, you know, like it's like, yeah, rather than a hello, how can I help? You know, there's yeah. a massive difference and it and it goes to show. I remember be about seven years ago when Donna was pregnant with a little lad. I went to work for a firm and I lasted six weeks because I thought regular pay, you know, a bit of stress, not out at night pricing stuff up because pregnancy was pretty rough. And I remember I was working in York and we were gaining van travelling and it was in six weeks school holidays. I got dropped at one school, this lad got dropped at another and van driver at four and he went to another and we were doing like a classroom in these schools. And it was Friday, we went to pick this, <laughs> pick me up, Robbie worked driver, Rob picked me up and we drove across York to the other side, last one coming out, picked this other lad up and he were doing outside, he was just doing finishing off. Uh, we were all prepped, he were undercoating and glossing. And he got in the van, we'd been waiting 10 minutes, and Rob was like, where the fuck you been? Oh, just tooling up. As I was tooled up, I'd, you know, undercoat, all shit off scaffold, had blown all over windows. And, oh. it, and, then, and then Rob says, why didn't you sweep it up? Well, I couldn't be asked. You know, this were prior to him undercoating windows. He'd, he'd obviously scraped oh. everything down, left it all over the scaffold. And then Rob yeah. says, well, it's going to look all right, shit tip now. And bloke's answer was, not my fucking problem, I'm not on this job on Monday. And that was yeah. just a deciding factor for me. I thought I went home and I said I had a talk to and I said I'm leaving at end of week. Handed me notice in. Couldn't work with mentality like that. Not my yeah, that, I'm that, not here Monday. So whoever gets there Monday is going to have gaffer on his back, ringing from office. Got gaffer was twat. He'd ring you regular from office. He'd be on your back saying, "How far off done here?" And when you said to him, "Well, I'm having to sand it and re, just get a, a you know a face up with undercoat because it was left in a shit tip." He then don't believe you. He thinks you're tossing it off. I just think, yeah, oh, fuck with that. I can't be doing with that mentality. Yeah, and that that's where me and ads are at now. We've sort of running our business more like we're a lot stricter now, and we sort of set the standard where we're at. This is what we want to do. Not none yeah. of this. I don't care if you don't care. Go and work somewhere else because yeah. you know we. It, it has took Adam, me and Adam, a long time to build up the rep that we have and along working for weeks without getting paid working yeah. to eight nine o'clock at night not getting paid L- like we were talking oh, about man. earlier chris paying everybody paying everybody and then not paying not ourselves, paying ourselves. And, and then me getting kicked out my house as a result of it you know yeah nothing that's that's when i got i was saying to mark earlier uh pre-record that's that's why i just wrapped up and went back on my own so i just thought mm. bugger this and to be fair, some of blokes didn't appreciate it. You know, they didn't appreciate that they'd all been paid and you were sat at home with notes. You were still waiting to get paid. Mm-hmm. I thought they couldn't, they couldn't give a thanks to kiss me ass that you've, you know, that you've done and it. I, and I think, I think that's the thing because like, for example, Tommy, he, he does. And he's, you can tell that he's that sort of nature. He, he likes yeah. us. He likes working for us. He's learning, like he's learning all these trial products. He, he was a good painter prior to coming to us. And he, he he says he feels like he's learned more. And when we we dipped through COVID, we had to get rid of uh, him and another painter. You know, he went off, and I put him in touch with this big, you know, commercial firm. And it, it, you know, and he, I rang him up and I said, you know, Tommy, we're getting, you know, COVID's not as 
you know, it's yeah, bad. It's everyone thought Yeah, I said, do you want to come back? He was like, oh, mate, thank God. He goes, I just felt like I was going backwards. The work's so rough. It's soul-destroying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's, you know, and I feel like there are those people out there that, that, that and I think you just, <laughs> you, have, you have to kiss a few frogs to find your prince or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> not that, you know, not that I'm, you know, going to kiss Tommy or anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> whatever takes your fancy. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, so, where, so where do you guys I'm see? I'm from Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, liberal. <laughs> so where do you guys see dope decor in five or ten years time? Ideally. Um, bankrupt, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think definitely we're going to be the best, or if not one of the best, painters, painting companies in Sydney. I won't say the biggest because when you take on too many guys, sound off is wanky. Yeah, I think we'd like to be one of the best. Yeah, one of the best, but not the biggest, as in having the most men. Because I just think the more men you have, the more headache, the more stress, and yeah. your your quality can drop. But certainly, we we want to be known as one of the best. And if there's a a, a big house for an, for somebody famous or for for a really high paying client or something, I want somebody to say, "I want is, these is that guys." Is anybody famous over there other than Peter Andre? <laughs> um, no, well, Steve Irwin's died, isn't he? So no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what, what would you be at the ideal number workforce then? You know, because obviously you said that the more blokes you have, the more headaches it is. But for I, I me, always, be eight. if I was going down that road, I think eight would be comfortable for me. Yeah, I, I've always said like three, three teams of three or something. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. something like that manageable between no more than like 10 or 12. Like I think that's, you know, but yeah, yeah I, I, you know, it, for me, I, I would just like to be on as from a business perspective doing, you know, like these nice, ha- we're on the right trajectory. I think it's just going to take another year or two to get yeah. where we want to go. And I, you know, I'd like to be doing, you know, these big houses that you're on, you know, in like Valcluse, Bondi and stuff where you're on them for like three, four months at a time and and solely wallpapering and um, decorative finishes. Like, because especially the decorative finishes, like I, I feel like the more time we're at it, the more our percentage of business will sway towards that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm getting emailed every other day, weekly minimum, of interior designers going, oh, I've been on your Instagram page and I've seen this finish, or can you do this finish, or can you do that finish? You know, so like it, it's really nice maybe, to know maybe that we're getting recognised for it. Maybe that's a network and idea that's worth looking tapping into, because mm. they could put your name forward. Yeah, well, we you know, we try and, try and work with a few. What with the um... designers? Yeah, as, well, as, we... as much as it can be a pain in us. <laughs> Matt we do we do work with it. like three or four at the moment, and I, I, you know, um, listening to Kate uh, from Winston's, Kate Whitson, uh, she, yeah. yeah, Kate Whitson. Sorry, um, she was saying you know about LinkedIn and that, and that's sort of an avenue that we're going to sort of explore down the track to try and get in with more interior designers because we've got ourselves the interior designers that we do work with. They go, you're using these guys, and that's it. 
and that's yeah. what you want you know uh, yeah. you know not that you're going to be super putting in stupid prices but yeah, you, you don't you don't want... you don't kill you don't kill golden goose do you no exactly <laughs> you just know, you... I've, I've got a few regulars that i know as long as i don't take piss with pricing which is not my sort of thing i know i'm doing mm, the job exactly. because they're again they're educated customers they know roughly what you're charging they know, say, say you're 150 quid a day. They know you're 150 quid a day. They know you're not going to swing lead. They know you're going to be about three, four days. They know it's going to be 450 plus materials. And yeah. they're the yeah. ones you want because they just, they appreciate the value and think, well, what's the point in doing it myself when he can do it me for, you know, better job? You know, and I know it's going to cost me this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's, um, it is interesting to see where it will go. You, yeah. you know, I like it, but like, like I said, I I, I, re I, I really like, you know, to be doing more decorative finishes and stuff as, as time goes on, you know, because I say I think that's what we're getting known for now, which is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if if you could go back to yourself, I mean, probably won't be twenty five years. You'd still be in nappies, Adam. If, if, no, if you'd it, be surprised. Everyone <laughs> thinks I'm a lot younger than I am. But <laughs> if you if you could go back to the younger Adam and Mark, you know, Christmas Carol style. And, and give yourself some advice, what would it be? Well, everyone says don't be a painter, don't, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you were Sparky, you'd say don't be a Sparky. Or if you were Sparky, you'd say don't be a wanker. But no, if yeah, you, exactly. You'd, yeah. Say, don't, you'd, you'd say don't be a Sparky, don't be a carpet fitter, you know, but if, if there was just one bit of advice you could go back and give yourself, what would it be? Mine would be, be have more confidence in yourself as a painter, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, try, uh, you know, instead of just being a good painter and saying nothing, I, I would definitely maybe have spoke up a bit more and yeah. definitely being a bit more confident. And that's what I was saying sort of at the start of the um, podcast, how I, I really was drawn to how confident Adam was about his painting. Yeah. ability without being obnoxious or big-headed or anything like that you know he knew his worth and yeah. for a long time when I was younger I certainly worked for people and didn't ask for a pay raise when I was when I was the one there to maybe six or seven o'clock at night while the boss was he maybe was already on his third or fourth beer at the yeah. time you know so to my younger self be a bit more confident and know your yeah. worth a hundred percent. Yeah, know, know your worth and don't be ashamed about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, don't, don't be, it's it's fine in the line. Don't yeah. don't be big headed, but don't be ashamed. Yeah, yeah it, it is a fine yeah. line because you don't come across like an arrogant twat. Do you? Yeah, it's, it's a com yeah. Com confidence and cocky are a fine line. I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what about you, Adam? What would you go back and? Um, I don't know, really. Um, God, there's a lot. There's a lot of things I'd probably say to myself. <laughs> um, I think um, for me, it would probably be go back and <laughs> probably not party as much when I was. I, I was because I had my own business from 21 to 29 before I left the UK. And I was more interested in going out and getting off my head than actually probably painting. And I yeah. think a few of my customers suffered from that back in the yeah. day. Not, I never like, there was a few things that I did wrong and I 
got a bollocking or whatever. But I always tried to do a job to the best of my ability. But it was things like not rolling in on Monday and that sort of crappy work ethic that I didn't, yeah. you know, I was young. I was, you know, I was single. I was kind of like out to mingle. Do you know what I mean? It was like... And I think I would have said, just be a bit more professional and stop spunking your money every weekend. Because I was like living <laughs> hand to mouth 24 7. It was like, you know, it's like, you know, written, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd like, hate to think uh, how much money I blew and wasted when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, that, I'd probably have no mortgage now. <laughs> <laughs> that and if I bought would an house when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a mortgage if I hadn't. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm all, I'm a big firmer in like, you know, like it's good to have no regrets because if I if I did do that, then maybe I'd still be in the UK and I wouldn't be in the position I am now. You know, yeah. like where I'm, it, get, it gets yeah. you to where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah passes, in a relationship with Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maggie, your wife would probably say different. She says, "I bet she says it's like having another wife or something." Oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like, yeah. Me, me, I, I always said to Mark, like, you know, it was my lad's birthday, and I said to Mark, oh, it should be funny. I'll be like, um, you know, going there, stirring a the pot. Oh, does he do that with you as well? Does he? Yeah, oh, he's a nightmare at work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he never listens. He There's never three listens. Three people in this bloody marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and when me and Mark both get it. Oh, you're on. Why are you on the phone to Mark again? You've only just left work. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm laughing because I've had the same. <laughs> so are you two both techie people? Do you use technology a lot? Is that what you can you couldn't live without? Uh, um, Adam's probably a little bit better than what I am. I sort of have a phone and I know how to ring people and text people, but that's about it. Yeah. Adam's yeah. a little bit more savvy around the yeah, I'm, uh, but even uh, like I've got my laptop and that, and I've got my phone, but I'm not massively techie. Do you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I probably don't have as many apps on my phone or whatever. Um, and that, and I, to be honest, like, so I've got a whiteboard and a diary. I still I'm not fully digitalized. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm you know I'm not I'm not you know I don't use it to its full capability. I'm a bit old school in that way. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You, I know you, you're big on your tech, aren't you? Oh, I just love it. It's yeah, a proper. It does product. make a lot of shit easier, you know. Yeah, but if if you can get your head around it, you know. But then, then there are things like that. Th- there are things that really piss me off as well. That like, I know this isn't tech, but you know, like where you go to a public toilet, and instead of a tap, there's a fucking sensor. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going like that in front of it. I'm like, we, we, and it's we, not working. We've got them all. We've got them all. It walls in our council public toilets, and it's like basically yeah. an all it wall. You put your hand in, splashes soap on, splashes water on, and dries it all in the same hole. I saw, but I'm just, I'm going there like that, waving my hand, and it's not working. And some bloke will come up self service checkouts. Self-service yeah, checkouts just, in supermarket. The more trouble. Yeah, exactly. Work. Shit like that. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's not, a tap works. Don't change it. Like a, a woman at a checkout works. Don't fuck her off for yeah, a robot. It's, it's, it's more really cost, of, cost more cost effective to have ten self-service than ten checkouts, isn't it? Well, I don't know. It depends how good you are at shoplifting, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? Uh, are either of you book readers at all? I listen to Audible. I don't really read, but I certainly listen to audiobooks all the time. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I'm recommend. dyslexic, so I, I, I'm the same. <laughs> I yeah. know. Well, it's fine. And you can, I'm, I'm on Audible, so well, it depends what I'm doing. If I'm sanding, I can't concentrate, so it tends to be more when I'm painted. Mm. Uh, that, have you listened yeah. to that bounce one I sent you, Chris? Oh. Did you listen to that? Oh, I'm going to make a note of that. Where's my pad? Yeah, oh. that's, that's, that's what I'd recommend. What's, what's that regarding? Um, it's a, I can't remember if it was Bounce. I said it's a, a Matthew Saeed saying there's no such thing as natural talent, it's all about mindset, um, circumstances and practice. And he's like a world championship table tennis player, yeah. And he basically goes through all these case studies and backs it up with facts and stuff like that. And you know, it's it's very, very interesting because I, I was thought they call it the talent myth, you know what I mean? That yeah. people are born to do something and it can just completely dispels the theory of it. It's very, very interesting. Um yeah. and what, what, um there's that famous saying in the um determination outweighs natural talent or something like that. Mm. there's a famous saying i can't remember it off the top of my head but sorry go on <laughs> no no it's just you know but i and it's it'd be very, if anyone out there listening to this does believe in natural talent read that book and get back to me because i swear it'll change because i was the same and now i'm yeah. and it, it it makes your mindset a lot more open to achieve the absolute maximum potential of whatever you're doing because yeah. you're not getting fooled by your thinking that you can't do it because you're not naturally talented. Mm. It's like, no, no one's born to be a painter. I bloody yeah. hope not anyway. Cause that <laughs> well, I, did, I did start drawing up walls with lipstick when I was about three or four years old. That's where I started. <laughs> <laughs> that could have got, that could have been a, a whole completely different career. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You never know. So, uh, well, then Mark Audible, I've actually got three credits on my Audible and I'm struggling to find three books to listen to. Is there any you can recommend? Oh, look, there's one I did listen to quite recently. It's um, it's oh, one of these self-help books. It's called The Barefoot Investor. It's um, the guy who has written it. Um, I can't remember his name now, but it's... It, it, it's all about mindset and just taking care of your finances, making sure that you're getting the best deal on your mortgage, making sure your superannuation, which is like your pension at home, yeah. is in the proper fund. Um, it's pretty good. There's a lot of things that sort of you already knew, but he he, he does cover a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll look, I'll look. But, um, yeah, Actually, I mean, uh, he... Oh, sorry, Mark. I was going to say he narrates it. If you can get one where, that he doesn't narrate, it would help because he's very, very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them are when they read their own. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, if you can get it, but not with him narrating it because it took me three attempts to listen to it. Yeah. You find, um, find he's over-enthusiastic? I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's narrating it like he's talking to your little boy at seven. And the, patronizing you know, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah but it, like i mean it there. is good it, yeah. it is good yeah i think i think um i i might have got confused i think i might have sent you instant motivation by Chantel burns actually might have been the, the book i sent you chris but i can't yeah. remember but that's a good one as well it's all about changing your thinking which is like all the sort of mental health stuff i'm into so if anyone is you know struggling with mental health um there's a guy called sydney banks who was like he used to be a welder actually a scottish welder yeah. and then he went into um 
psychology and changes thought pattern and thinking process. Yeah. And Chantel Burns just sort of analyzes it and then puts it into like a corporate world and that as well. Yeah. It's, it's quite interesting. Well, yeah. hopefully a little, uh, well, it won't be a secret when this is out, hopefully there's something in pipeline that we're doing or I'm trying to get sorted for mental health. Uh, oh, brilliant. Just, just basically like a Facebook group. Yeah, cool. people because I've, I've suffered and I know no end that have suffered. And it's mm. it's actually the group, I'll put it out there, it's called Mates. Yeah, cool. Capital M80, as in Mental Awareness in Trades. Yeah. And it's, it's just it's just going to be basically blunt. If you take piss out of people, you're out. But if you're, if mm. you're on there and you're having a bad day, you can, you know, and some somebody's on there and say, look, here's my WhatsApp number, give me a shout, we can have a chat, you know, and, and help you get through the day and vice versa. Because there's no end of times I speak to people on phone because they're working on their own, and they're having a, they're having a day where they don't feel like it. Their head's not in it, you know. And yeah, somebody it, to is lift. that your creation, Chris? It is. I've I've that, been I've been thinking of doing it for about four or five years because I suffered years that, ago, about fifteen years ago. But I set it up brilliant. beginning of November, and I've actually not added anybody to it yet. So when I do my own podcast, which I think might be this week when I get put in chair, I'll talk about my issues I've had uh, and then hopefully mention this Facebook group and then people can start adding themselves to it and just mm. chat about how they get through it, anything that's helped them, any motivation books, anything, because it's like a massive thing where, oh, blokes can't talk about it because you're a pussy. Yeah. The more people that talk about it, the more understanding we'll have, the better it'll be. Yeah, you know, I'd like to fit that in yeah, I, I, you know, like I, I think it's really, really fucking important that you know we talk about it because yeah. you know, it, and I, I'd like to turn it on its head and say there's nothing, there's nothing more, more pussy than not talking about it because yeah. if you're scared yeah. of talking, there's something seriously wrong there. Like yeah. as in, like you, I, I, there's I, nothing that to my, be ashamed that of. That's my yeah. problem. I bottled mine up. Mm. You know, I bottled it up and it just overflowed. You know, yeah. it, it caused no end of shit. But I, I had a message off somebody I was going to do a podcast with last week, and it says, could postpone it. I says, yeah, you're all right. Everything all right, oh. And it, it transpired that they're going through some shit, and they have been through a few years. And I just said, look, the only advice I can give, because I'm not perfect, is if you live with somebody, just talk about it. Don't bottle yeah. it up. Just let them, let them know, you know, and, and talk about it. They, they might yeah. understand. Because worst thing somebody could say to you is, pull your socks up. You know, oh, snap yeah. out of it. Worst thing you can say. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. we, we, we do need, I, I was hoping at some point, I was talking to somebody else as well, and hoping to get somebody on that deals with mental, the mental side of it, you know, and gets a professional on, and hopefully have a special one-off podcast where we get somebody on that deals with it, you know, mm. that, that can offer advice and help and stuff, because it is a massive, especially everything that's going on now, it's affecting people in that many different bloody ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I've everyday today stuff. I, I've been seeing my coach um, uh, for seven, eight years now, and I yeah. still have sessions with him. Not because you know, and this is the, the 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 problem is like people think that you know you cure mental health issues. You don't. You just learn to live with them. Yeah, and <laughs> and you put create tools in your yeah. the way I look to it, do I can, it. I can see the signs. And I'd, I'd, I use techniques to divert it to avoid the situations. Mm. And you, you can see when you're overdoing it and you're heading for a burnout. Mm. So you just step back and think, yeah, I, I did it the other week when I was off. I've had two weeks off due to COVID. 
Um, and I go up one, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go up tomorrow because I'm at home. I'll go and do a bitting workshop, which is at Bottom at Garden. And actually go up and add a moment of sensibility and just thought, listen to yourself, listen to your body. It's, mm. it's, it's fucked. And I just, as, as much as it irritated me, I just stayed on sofa for three days and yeah. just did, did bugger all. And it, it worked, you know, it helped, you know, but it, it is a massive problem. Yeah, it is. And I think it is, it's really, really important. And, and the most, the funniest thing is, is when you actually do talk about it, so let's say one of these people that does eventually talk about it and they actually get it out there, you would be surprised the amount of people that have gone through exactly or very similar stuff yeah. to you. Yeah. You are not and alone. You'd be, su- like, you'd be surprised you know what, I mean? what positions the old as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 When, I, when I went through mine, I spoke to people like, really? I'd have never had you down for being like that. Because you, you yeah. see it as a, it's, it's not that you see it as a weakness. You just see some people that are so strong and you think, I've never thought you've gone through that. Yeah, you know, people have got good poker faces, haven't they? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, th- this come up in podcast the other night reminds me of that uh, Smokey song. I remember Go West did it, Tears of a Clown, where you got party and you, you've got your clown face on because nobody yeah. knows what's going on behind mask. You know, and it's yeah, we all we all mask it. You know, people. I think everybody's not to put a down on it. Everybody's going to have episodes at some point. It's just varying degrees of how bad and how to deal mm. with it. Yeah, you know, I, I still have shit days now, but they're not half as bad. Probably not even ten percent of what they used to be. No, because when you day. understand that, and, and that's that's what learning about mental health is: is what you understand the situation, and it's okay not to feel okay. You know, yeah. and in, in that moment, you're having a really bad time, and you're thinking about the thing. And this is the thing: is like so many people's things. Your thinking creates your reality. So, like, some what one per, like this is because, for example, phobias. If if everyone was the same, we'd all have the same phobia, which would be heights. But you know, some person's phobia of heights is completely different to someone's that's spiders. You know, that's I mean? needles. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So, like, but to you, that feels really real. You know, yeah. and what people need to understand is everyone's experience is completely different yeah. to the next person. No, no two people the same. No. And, yeah. you know, even if you are having a really shit time in that moment, there'll be a new moment where you're allowed to have new thinking and then yeah. you can enjoy that you'll have new thought, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the best advice you can give for selling yourself as a company without, without giving all the competitors your, uh, your info? Don't name <laughs> your company after a drug. <laughs> <laughs> no but you're all right now because dope's cool in it dope dope's yeah. cool in it so you're all right oh, that's dope <laughs> yeah yeah that, that have, was the intention have Trump's of a logo. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah imagine yeah, that my, my arse that was the intention of it probably the bloody former <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely was it genuinely was but we do yeah. get asked by you know in inverted commas the older generation yeah. Yeah. Oh, the the name's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so when, Isn't when, that a drug? Where, yeah. where uh, did, well, no. <laughs> no, no, sorry, Chris. So what what is the best advice you could give apart from that? <laughs> <laughs> go on, Mark. Transparency, I think. Um, yeah. when Ads and I go in and we're doing a walkthrough and we're um, given our quote, we are always as honest as possible, and we never ever have spiel as such. We 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 have we're we're just honest. If something needs yeah. three coats, 
will tell them it needs three coats or if we think they need a builder in to do that, we will tell them that yeah. uh, honesty um, w- without coming in as girl boy and just selling them, yeah. you know, a, a pink helmet. We, we just complete honesty. I, I went to look at a job on Monday. Uh, a customer was showing me that house says, I want this room doing it. It, it did look pretty bad. And then he says, I want this room doing it. I looked at him and I says, what's wrong with it? He says, well, yeah. I don't know. I says, if you're happy with it, what are you wasting your money for? And he looked at me, got out and says, that's a refreshing change. I says, well, I could stand there and say, yeah, you need it decorated. I says, but what's the point? I says, if you're happy with it, what are you spending money on it for? A hundred percent. Exactly the same thing in Manly. Some woman, she said, can you come and paint the front of my shop? It's looking really tired. I went there. There was nothing wrong with it other than it was covered in black soot from the traffic. I yeah. said, give it a gurney and a wash down and it'll be good as new. I said, if it still looks tired, call us and we'll repaint it. You know, like. Yeah. And, and Should have washed woman... it down and charged us if you painted it. Just go out for a day, love, while we paint it. <laughs> and some lady, bless her, I can't remember where, it was up near St. Ives and she'd had, um, uh, her, her kitchen it was like a study massive bloody thing like all these books racks and it was like a cupboard and they put this milk paint on it and put a wax over you know wobbly bob as you like to call them I love that by the way come in and just put two coats of acrylic acro enamel oh god that's right. No, get off me that time. Yeah. Just trying to jump on the keyboard. Um, and uh, yeah, if two coats of an aqua enamel straight on, obviously it's just a complete mess. Yeah. And then I was she was like, I want to repaint it. And I was like, Do you know how much work it's gonna? I was like, we could I said, I can't give you a price. And I was gonna have to give an estimate. I said, this it could be two weeks just trying to sand this stuff, getting it off. I said, look, I just don't want to, like, charge you for it. I said, like, you might be better off just living with it. Anyway, as long she found a builder while I was there, she made me a cup of tea, and we had this big conversation, and she was like, oh, I just really appreciate you being honest. Can you leave a car? I feel really awful getting you up here. I said, it's absolutely fine. There's no, you know, and as I was even, she'd give me a bottle of wine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I think it goes a long way, that sort of stuff with clients. And they, yeah. and they remember you, Yeah. and then they'll pass your number on, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So where where do you see the trade heading? Uh, it's going to split off, isn't it? You're just going to get, I think people are going to get rougher and shitter and people are just going to get better and better. And I think there'll be this big divide. I don't know, I, yeah, I do. I, I, you know, you've got your people that are sort of, you know, and no disrespect because I had some awful cars in the UK that I was working out of. But I know, you know, I always wore me whites. I never use, you know, curtains or anything like that for a drop sheet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, that's my opinion is it's going to, people are, you'll fall into a category where you're either like more professional. I, I end and, and low end. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and then your clientele will determine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of um, sites now, like um, high pages and fine treaties and stuff. And people are coming in, <laughs> at you know twenty dollars an hour or something handyman and you know it's uh like adam says i just think there's going to be just like a team of cheap 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 painters out there and i think then the other guys who are coming in at the um the normal 
price. You, you've already had it, haven't you? Obviously, when you was you priced that job up. Oh mate, yeah, but that, it's, 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 it's always going to happen, isn't it? Mm. And that's then, why. Are, then, are think... they the, are they the customers that you want? No, exactly. And this is why if you're if you're striving to be the best, you're hitting that market and eventually they won't care. Like it'll be like, yeah, yeah you've got the job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and that was always like our goal is if we aim for that top tier market, you know, you'll get the work and you'll get the price you're after. You know, like yeah. you, you know, people moaning, oh, you can't earn more than X amount. And it's like, well, there's obviously something wrong because you can earn within reason, you should be able to charge what you want, like, you know, for what's right for your business, you know. You've got to create a market that's, this this is the way I want to go. I want to create a market for me that's bigger than I can cope with so I can cherry pick the work and drive my prices up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, (laughs) there's my lift. But um, yeah, so so what me and Adam was doing lately, Chris, and I have been doing for a long time, we have been getting very emotional with the work because me and Adam will stand and do a door four or five times, even though we've quoted for it once because we want the door to be schmick, um, to look really good. So we have been going around the house and giving them like a a 20 grand job when the house is priced at a $4,000 job. So what we've done now is we've just... We're just doing now what it says in the quote. Yeah. yeah. And our, our sort of like middle that, that, of the road. That's a struggle if you're a perfectionist. Yeah. yeah and that's if their budget's hard. four grand and you're doing that job to a four grand budget, whereas normally you'd be charging six grand for that, that's where you struggle is finding the line. Yeah, that's it. And so me and Adam now then have had the talk or the chat that, no, we're, yeah. this is what we're doing. Because we have done it so many times at the start and of the job. We've just lost so much money. And let's let's be yeah. honest, some, some customers don't even appreciate it. Oh, no. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I... Well, you're, you're 100%. You know, they're 100%. Might be like you're 80%. Well, this is what we say. We, we, I sell this to the clients. I say, like, our middle of the road is, is you know, another painter's like top top end do you know what i mean yeah. like but um i was just on that note chris i was gonna say because you know scott and 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 wes knight and stuff that that some of the prep that you lads are doing there i mean that that front door that scott barney put up i mean was just so bloody good but i'm like ha- has he priced to do that because surely like a no and i'm like he must be losing hemorrhaging money like to it. i'm like bless him i was like I, th- I think for Scott, and I don't think he'll mind me saying this, that was a, a more of a labour of love. This is what yeah. I can do because he'd wanted to do one. Yeah, because we said it, that it before. Was, it, was for, it, was for, it was forward facing on, on the street and it was like a showpiece. I mean, yeah. we've all done it, you know, because yeah. some, sometimes, yeah, you can lose money on it, but sometimes it can be the best advert you've ever done. Yeah, because yeah, some, some of that prep that I'm seeing, like where's night? You know, like some of the prep these boys do, I'm like, bloody hell! I hope they price to do that. I, 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 I think, I think, my perspective on that is, I mean, Wes does a brilliant job, but I think sometimes it's you've got to find that one in a million customer that's got the same vision as you, yeah, willing yes. to pay yeah. for it, and they understand the full process and everything that's going into it, and the, yeah, the, yeah. They, they put a proper value on your time, your work, and your knowledge, mm, and yeah. they know the difference between that and what Wobbly Bob's going to do. I mean, 
for for example, there's a there's a there's a paint and decorating company here, and they're, they're they've won the most awards. They are Sydney's in inverted commas best paint and decorators. They're Volantes. Um, but you know, we know lads that have worked for them and blah blah blah. But the amount of time they will spend on stuff, and it's like I could get you know. Uh, yeah. you know like that place looking immaculate if i was had a client that was on that you know what i mean and it's, not it's, everyone it's, has that budget it's, mar- it's marketing they yeah. found them customers yeah yeah that that's all yeah. it is the marketing and they found them customers as as much as it you know i, I ain't a dulux fan um yeah. you know it's, it's not bad paint but i was part of dulux select over here and for all it's outside with dulux select and why i left it did using their paperwork to target or well not target, but using their paperwork drove my customer base up from the Facebook idiots that want cheap, reliable decorator. So one of my pets is snobbery. Yeah. One of my pets is snobbery, but it's pushed my customer base up to middle-class people that stay in the lane. They don't want to decorate because they appreciate the value that goes in it. They want to work, go to work, come home, see it nicely painted and left nice and tidy. And that's yeah. what it's driven me up to. And that's where, for me, the money is. It's not in your market. That's where the money is. Mm. You know, and it's, yeah. what, once you've found them, it's, it's just, it's back to that 80, 20. It's staying in that lane of getting 20% of your work off them people. Sorry, 80% of your work off them 20% of people that appreciate it. And then you've yeah. just got to target that and keep targeting it. And, I mean, I had one ring me, uh, <laughs> I'll not say his name, Is uh, he, he owns a factory, uh, well, I might as well have said his name, call him, <laughs> they, call, they call him Chris, he owns a factory and they do a lot for porter cabins over here, which is building Nightingale hospitals for COVID, schools, colleges, the lot, so much so, I do his private work, I used to do cabin work, which was like site work, you're working away, working under pressure with other trades, I won't do it, but I do the owner's private work. And Andy that used to work for me went out to help him out in the factory spraying fire doors. Mm. They offered him a job and I says to him, look, if you fancy it, do it. You know, crack on. And he went to work for him. The customer rung me the other day. He says, can, you, can we book you in for my living room and dining room? Uh, <laughs> he says, I know you'll be about April, won't you? I says, well, actually, you're looking at uh, May. I'm like, oh, bloody hell. Yeah, just book us in. He knows roughly what it's going to be. You know, he knows roughly a day rate. He'll crack on, do the, you know, let you crack on and do the work. But he's one of the customers I've educated that know they need to get in early and get you booked in. Mm. You know, but mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's what it is. You need, you need, it's, it's that sort of target. You're staying in that lane. They appreciate the work and he doesn't even ask the price. He knows roughly how long you're going to be. And he knows he can turn up at two o'clock in an afternoon and you'll still be working. You won't be sat on a fag break. Yeah. Do, yeah. You know, do you know what amazes me is the amount of builders that don't appreciate good painters. Yeah, like they've been. You can paint. It's that, yeah, that it's mentality just, in it because they've had dickheads. Yeah. Yeah, they've it's, had dickheads all the while. And if you can piss, you can paint. And it's back to that stereotype. Decorator turns up with in plastic bag with his tools in. And in other plastic bag, he's got four cans of special boys fucking off early to pub. It's that stereotype yeah. that needs to be changed. Do you know the amount of, well, builders that we, we, we've got about four or five builders now that use us regular and uh, the same story from all of them. They're like, we just gave up trying to find a painter, Yeah, you know, like, because they, they said we've been through so many and we just left 
painting out of our tender because I just yeah. couldn't be fucked with it. They're saying, that. Or, or, and it's run it. It's sad that the trade that yeah. that's what we're renowned it, for in the trades. Yeah. Like, and it and and that it's really important that and and there's a you lot turn, of them turn out up, there. do the job properly, and you communicate with them. Yeah, and yeah. and just that we break that mold and the stigma that's attached to a painter that they're druggies and pissheads, and you know, yeah. like you know, yeah. I think it's really important. So, what's your favourite? Paint paraphernalia or product that you're using at the moment? Oh, I don't know what that is going on the back, but just bear with me. Sorry. Yeah. Well, then I'll, I'll aim that one at Mark. Your favourite paint yeah. paraphernalia or product at the moment? Um, Sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, I've got two, actually. So um, my first one is definitely... Red Top Zinzer. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I absolutely love Red Top Zinzer. Is, is that your moment. guy's version of what we'd call Zinzer Bin? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah we just we, I, I think we, it's called Bin here, but we just call it Red Top because it's got yeah. a red top on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um oh I've actually got three. It's um and Dulux um aqua enamel semi-gloss. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And the automotive bog that we're using at the minute to fill the holes, I love oh, it. Yeah, that's yeah. shit hot stuff. That is. Yeah, that'll be two pack then. What we'd call two pack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Upon is, uh, yeah, and this goes rock hard within 10, 15 minutes. It, you can actually sand it, and it's not tacky or anything. Okay, we. You know why the tackiness is, don't you? No. It's lack, lack of uh, the certain chemical in it. I only know this because you, do you guys have the epoxy wood filler over there, like repair care, timber build sort of stuff? Yeah, we yeah. do. And we, we, it's not something that we've delved into. I want to get on that bandwagon. Yeah. Well, it looks good. They, t- timber build did us a free course. I, I sorted it out with them, arranged them, and they did us a, a run of free courses. And they've, they've started doing it regular now. Uh, the, the great guys over there and it's down to the lack of it's one of the chemicals you know the one that smells bad when you mix your two pack I forgot what it's called well the, what, the one that smells nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's, uh, it's it's the lack of that in it that leaves it it dries slightly different leaves a sticky residue on top if I remember right and oh, okay. the, the way I've found is go with a lower sandpaper on a slower speed until you've got the stickiness off yeah when we p eighty. Ah, okay. It's, it, I can't remember. It's, it's gone out my head. It's, it's the chemical in it. It's the lack of chemicals that's, uh, that they kind of ban out of it. Because over here, right? Styrene. You know, it might be styrene. Styrene. Could be styrene that's in it, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. there's a, the, the, basically the bog, uh, well, they call it, right, it's called Builder's Bog. It's a franchise of Tupac, right? Yeah. And they sell it in, you know, Art Bunnings here, which is B&Q, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they sell it everywhere. And it's dog shit. It's so bad. And yeah. it's, and and I was like, Santa Mark, this stuff's crap. And then I, we basically stumbled across like stuff that was like back home. And it, it, it you know, uh, and once we found it, it was like, we've been like trying to tell every painter about it. You've got to fuck that builder's bog off. It's crap, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But my, my, my two would definitely be Euro Rollers, 100%. Oh, I forgot about them, yes. 100%. They absolutely smashed two fussy blokes out of the water. And uh, if anyone wants to know about them, I'll send you the, the, the link. They're Italian-made, but they're like a hybrid of, like, microfiber and, like, a woven pole. 
And I'm telling you, there's a 16-inch pile on their general wall roller, right? And you would not believe, if you lay off properly as any decent decorator, they go flat. Like, yeah. I, I found the two fussy rollers were good, but I don't mm. know whether they've changed them, but they, they're all right for first use. And then yeah. the, the nip pulls in too tight to hold out after first use. I mean, Chris, these, what, these, this is what people, everyone who uses them, Tommy, everyone that's come work there, like, I, I, it holds so much pain. Like you could yeah. probably get, I don't know, six square meters done in one dip and everyone's yeah. like, there's yeah. no way this is going to lay off. And then yeah. it just goes flat. I mean, people think that we've sprayed ceilings and we haven't, you know what I mean? They, they, and um, I'll put a link up, like when this yeah. podcast goes live, or just send me a message. And they do these um, five mil um, microfiber ones as well um, yeah. for doors. But they're just, they're just immaculate. Your doors look finished. You know, you, you commented on um, one of my pictures and you said oh you don't even need any help with any spraying they were yeah. finished with roller with those yeah. so they look but the, uh, i'll tell you the best thing about them you know like a mini roller yeah where it's just the metal rod yeah it's the same with them so they just have a large metal rod so they don't rust yeah. they don't they don't get an egg in them or anything like that um yeah. Uh, and they don't sort of like start to work off the sleeve as you're rolling. Yeah. They're, that they're walking off sleeve purdies are terrible. Yeah. For that. So they uh, and they once you push it in, they lock like a mini roller. They're, they're yeah. absolutely amazing. So I've so found a couple of the fussy blokes. Once have been on mini roller ones. It's like the gripping mechanism in middle at roller don't hold anymore. Really? I was doing. Yeah. I was doing behind. Got one out the other day to do behind a radiator. Used one off my van because uh, I, I used to use one because it was that tight knitted. Bloody plumbers have got an habit of putting radiators on short bracket side. So I needed yeah. a now one. So I got a warm one at the fan and went in. And when I turned it to go the other way, it just fell off. Right? <laughs> oh, no, it's that's like the grip. Worse. Yeah, it's like the gripper <laughs> thing's gone out middle. But I tell you, I quite like the Monarch ones. Mm. It's, it's just that mechanism buggers up. You know where you can pop it in a little tube? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it oh, packs I, up I, after I, a bit. I, I, like the yeah, way, yeah. I like the way the arm's got a slight crank on it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that and um, Arrowworthy are pretty good, I'm, I'm liking at the moment. Or what, are they old, rollers, good, are they? Yeah, or good old yeah, Hamilton. Nice. The Hamilton Perfections, they're still uh, probably the only decent British product we've got left. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we haven't got much. Everything around yeah. us is German, French. But I think, I think that's, um, and, and, and this is the thing, we can only get these Euro rollers in, I think, one or two places. And then you try and speak to other merchants. They go, oh, no one wants to pay the money. And they are dear. They're about yeah. 60 bucks for a frame and a sleeve. We, we've got but... exactly the same with Monaco over here. Is it? Yeah, because... But they last. Yeah, it, the, only, the only place that does them is uh, own base because it was bought right. out by Bunnings. Yeah, gotcha. Same thing for own base. They do them. Only place. Because this, this is the other thing. Our, um I was good. The, the other one is the Monarch brushes, but the ones you boys have been banging on about on the podcast are the wrong ones. I'm telling you now. They're our dusters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we use them as dusters. Uh, my, but, my main one is the it's the Advance. Yeah. And then there's one I can't remember proper name. It's a long long handled one uh, with a red top, and it's got a out out of your stock. It's got a Delve either side, and it's slash cut. Oh, oh yeah, okay. they're. they're 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 not too bad. It's a little sash cutter. Yeah, 
No, it's not yeah, a sash they're, cutter. They're... It's uh, I think it's called. I'll I'll stick a picture up later. It's a brush or molding one. That that's the one you want, Chris. They're they're oh, you can't even see, but they're monarch ovals, and they've got like a round spindle handle. Yeah. Like and that they I think they might be. I'll send you a picture later. I, I, they... I think I might have one of them. I got it from the monarch reps at the German decorating show last year. Yeah. The the one with the mullet, yeah. real nice bloke. Yeah. There was one like a big thick set Maori bloke. Uh, they're real <laughs> nice to her, and they gave us this brush. And I says, oh, these look good. He says, oh, you won't get them in UK. I says, why is that? He says, because you're two tight bastards to pay 18 quid for one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that, again, they're expensive. But, yeah. mate, working with that finish on doors. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There is no brush strokes with them at all. When we do a brand new door, like when you rub your hand over where you've just painted, you cannot feel brush strokes. See, I, I, can't, go on with the, I can't go on with a triangle one. But Scott can. Which one's the triangle one? It's, what, like... pur- it's, it's purple. Because we know it's tips. You get a, one with blue tip, one with red, one with purple. It's the purple tip and it's triangular. Is it yeah, the triangle? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they're weird. They're weird. Yeah. I, yeah, I, we, I, got we... my, I got my mum to bring over, didn't I, Mark, about 30 sash yeah. brushes. Uh, yeah. I got Mark. Mark had never used a sash brush before. And... You absolutely you, love You guys have some good. One of my favourite sash brushes is a Proform Picasso, which are Aussie brushes. Is it? I don't yeah. even think I've ever seen one of them. Have you seen yeah. one of them, Mark? No. That, that and the Stylemeaster, the Dutch ones. The oh, round. I, I've, nice. I've screenshotted them to uh, try and get some of them on order, I think. So I think I've only got the Harris ones, which are not particularly good. See, but, I, yeah. we, could, we could send them over to you guys, but it costs us about 80 bloody quid. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, wow. It's it's stupid money to send stuff your way. You know, yeah, if, I mean you we we could get a box and send them over, but you know, or a couple of boxes make it worthwhile, get hundred quid's worth. Four or five boxes, send them over, but I bet it costs as much in postage as well, so you'd be paying two hundred bloody quid. Four or five <laughs> boxes of Chris, brushes. Chris, can I just ask you, when you have put on your undercoat, um what do you sand it with? Do you sand with um a one eighty or what? What do you sand the undercoat with before you would put on your aqua enamel or your gloss? Merca gold flakes. Do you have them? No. Uh, well, we're, we're festal, so we don't have. Yeah, we well, we're, we're festal, but Merca gold flakes are an and one. It comes on there like a roll. And yeah. It's like a sand color, and the lap pads, they're mm-hmm. about. They're about Spongy? Yep. But they've only got abrasive on one side. Okay. And it, it, out, out from 240 up to 400, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Just and hand, what, hand sand, what, nip round to, you know, just inhibit it and keep it up. Yeah, and what, do you use aqua enamel then? Or like, your, like, water-based enamel? What's it called over there? Is it just called water-based enamel? Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd, I don't use any British ones. We use Benjamin Moore, which is American one. I still can't. That blows my mind how you can put that straight on and it covers in two because there's nothing like that here and it's really frustrating. No. Minimum uh, four coats here, like primer, a second undercoat, two, two acronyms. And then we've got uh, Caparol, which is German. There's this PU, PU satin, mm-hmm. PU gloss, PU matte. When, when you mean primer. PU, like, like what, polyurethane? Yeah, uh, do you have to put a hardener in them or something? Then? No, you can, you can get some of the the extreme ones you spray. You can get hardeners and crosslinkers as they call them. 
but it's, it's just regular brush on spray on the caprol stuff is 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 pretty good if you can get it if anybody wants to dip the toe into water-based and they're going from oil-based the caprol is the best stuff to try because it's I find it for me, it's pretty sticky like oil-based gloss, and it, it goes on a bit like oil-based. Nearest to oil-based, you'll get their half primer, uh, as it's called, is their water-based adhesion primer, and it's like bell metal. And it it, it goes on like oil-based, feels like oil-based, looks like oil-based. It's bulletproof. Because I oil- mean go on, Mark, sorry. I was just gonna say, Chris, is oil-based paints being phased out over there? Like would would like not, when, not, uh, not officially, but you find more and more decorators are veering off them. You're still you, out, you, outside, you, I'd still use it because, well, they've stopped, stopped distributing it. Sickens used to be one at Best Stop Market. Sickens XD, well, probably the best. Sickens XD, AZ, my chosen method outside, but it's like they're pulling it from market. Mm. I don't think because it's oil based, I just think Sickens are pulling it from UK market. Because that you, was the. Because when I when I left when I left the UK, I was still using oil. Mark taught me how to use water-based paints. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's last. I'd say last four or five years, it's really come on strong. And Benjamin and more, they've come up market and just blown everything out water. It's, mm. We know it as unicorns. You know when we joke about it, it's. I mean, it's expensive, but there's there's a method I've I use and I can use it and save money. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, like, it's brilliant. Yeah. If you if and you're saving a yellow. code for, a, for yeah, out the house, well, it's, fu- it's fully water based as far as I'm aware. The the mm-hmm. scu- the scuff X is fully water based, but they don't do a gloss in it. If you want the gloss, you go for the advance, which is sort of hybrid, and it it doesn't go yellow; it, it goes grey. Is it that. an alkaline uh, or yes. alkaline? Yeah, alkaline. Yeah, because yeah, 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 do. One here that's like that, but yeah. in my opinion, every, basically everyone paints their houses white here, didn't they, Mark? It's so bloody boring. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, you know, they've got ten tester pots of white on the wall. And <laughs> in my eyes, if you're doing ceilings, walls, and woodwork in white, if you're using oil base, you're left behind because it's going yellow in three to six months. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's yeah, don't get natural daylight on this color. Yeah, yeah. So, so, what what's been your guys' best investment work wise? Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, that one. Yeah. Makes a change from uh, Dustless. <laughs> um, my, my personal opinion is um, getting out and doing decorative finishes. Because yeah. everyone will say dust is sanding, but I think if you can expand your skill set, yeah. then Dust you're, Dustless uh, sanding used to be the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's it's, com- it's common thing for a decorator now. It's you know you don't even sell yourself on it much. I mean, we bumped into someone that we know who had a festival, and we were like, "Bloody hell!" I mean, even he's got yeah. a festival. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Every, everybody's like, "Say, and the men are buying them over here now," because they've seen yeah. they've seen decorators on social media with it and think, "Oh yeah, yeah, good idea, mm. good idea." Yeah. So yeah. I think Chris, you know, investing in yourself, taking the time to check out YouTube when you're in the um ah, good answer. Paint, yeah. taking when you're in the paint shop, we, we're very lucky to have um the guys that work in the paint shop are just full of knowledge. I have a phone uh, a phone number for you actually, uh, by the way, from Perry. Um oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. taking just taking the time then to check out new products. If somebody says they've got something, give it a whirl. Just don't dismiss it. 
yeah. like that. And, um, and don't buy it because somebody else says it's good. Get it, try yourself. Yeah, th- that's it. Or don't dismiss it just because yeah. Nicky Joe said it terrible. It's, and we are yeah. very open-minded, yeah. maybe sometimes to a fault. But, you know, if one of the young lads say, oh, I've done this in another firm, check it out. And if it's yeah. no good, at I, least I think then sometimes you people you are too, too lazy to see how stuff works, whether it be paint. We, we're, all, we're all got a different, like I've said many times, some of us are heavy-handed, some of us are light-handed. You know, you, yeah. prefer, you prefer a Monarch, I prefer Corona, he prefers mm. a Rooster. Some people just want a shortcut without putting the effort in and finding out, yeah, that paint's good, but it works better with that, with that brush. Yeah. You know, it's, that's what it's about, yeah. learning about it, you know, and playing with it. Yeah. So do you, do you guys have an end game then for getting out, or is it just staying it till he drops? I bloody hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Who knows? I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it, it would be, you know, it would be nice to not be on the tools at some point. You know, I've always said to Mark, I'd love to the fact that be able to, like, you know, get up in the morning, drop the kids off to school, go to the gym and turn up on site for, like, 9, 10, and then, you know, do your few hours, do your running around, and then go back and look at everything back of house where you haven't got to be on your hands and knees, you know, at 60, you know, sand. Painting behind a toilet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and, and no disrespect to, you know, if you are in the 60s on your hands and knees sanding, if that, you know what I mean? But like for me, you know, it'd be great to to not have to be doing that at that age, you know. Yeah. So is there any takeaways you can give the listeners? Any advice? If you could put a billboard up in the centre of Sydney, with some advice on a takeaway for anybody, what would it be? Oh my God! Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys. Too, too late on a Sunday for that. <laughs> um, I, 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 I know we touched on it earlier, and Mark said it, it. Just being honest and transparent is really, really fucking important in my yeah. eyes. Like, um, yeah, you know, and and. Also, what we've learned massively is is not trying to do everything yourself. We don't yeah. like our social media and certain other things. <laughs> you know, like I, 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 me and Mark will do the stories, but we pay. I can't be bothered with it. I like yeah. I'll go on and I'll chat. I've really I couldn't think of anything worse than trying to like go on there and arrange the photos and hashtag. It's just not my bag, and I just yeah. think you're better off paying someone who knows what they're doing. Stay in your lane. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and a little while ago, I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll save some money and wash the ute myself. So I spent like a hundred, uh, like like sixty dollars, you know, buying all the stuff to do it. And I spent like four or five hours on Sunday cleaning the bastard thing, and it didn't look anywhere near as good. And I thought, I've just wasted all this money and time. I I could have been. No, I did well. No. I I got my seven year old to help me do my van because I thought I'd give him something to do on a Sunday. Took us two hours, and I gave him a tenner because that's what I did. I mean, hand wash around corner, uh, East yeah. Europeans. And I thought, do you know what? I could have called if I mean it was short for obvious reasons, but I could have gone bloody hand car wash on way home if it were open. I could have been in and out in five minutes and had about an, an hour and fifty five spare. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's yep. what I mean. I think that's yep. really important: is putting a value on your time. Yeah, and like knowing, oh, 
you know, what was the thing that we sussed out recently, Mark? I'm, I, you know, like I, I'm, I'm the driver. Um, you know, Mark, Mark can't drive. It's not that yeah. he doesn't want to. He just can't. Um, and we were buggering about with me running around doing all this stuff. And then I suddenly said to Mark one day, or we had the conversation, he was like, why don't we just pay an air tasker? Because it's not just the money that we're losing on site that I'm not there. It's yeah. the money that I'm, you know, like you, it's, you're down three hours because you're not on site, plus the three hours you would have earned the money. So it's like six hours worth of money all up. And uh, we tweaked mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, my God, what have we I've, been I've, doing? I've done this, and this is why I'm, <laughs> I've, I've, I haven't been in a merchants. It must be, must be a year now, easy over a year because I just have it all delivered you know if yeah. you order over 100 quid it's free I just have it all delivered yeah. it saves me about two and a half grand a year just just in driving about plus whatever yeah. work I've lost you know and I just think mm. just be organised you know order yeah. it to, I've, I've just ordered some paint this week for a job I'm starting second week in January <laughs> yeah wow, oh, wow. that is organised <laughs> that is organised bloody hell that, that, <laughs> I mean it's what now well, we're not, we're not 29th of November. It'll come, stacking corner at garage, get labelled up, and I know it's there ready. You know, nice. it's pre- pretty organised. You know, saves driving about. Wow. So, but did it take you then, Chris, a lot of, like, wasted time going to the job and then having to leave and being caught in traffic and then coming back yeah. and trying to catch yeah. up and then my hours to say, right, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, well, man... I think the last time I went, I can remember off the top of my head, it'll be on my Instagram. There's a, I think it's June last year. There's a, a, bung- uh, a bungalow. We have what we call terrap, we call them terrapins on seafront because we, I live on coast. And there was uh, prefab houses that they built in war because of house shortage. They were supposed mm. to be temporary. But then people started buying them and turning them and doing them up a bit and turning them into little holiday homes. Some people living them permanent. And we did one bright pink like Balamori. Um, and it's it's hard to estimate when you're spraying on um, onto rough cast render. And obviously, if it's white and Maggie, you don't mind overestimating because you can use it somewhere else. But bloody bright pink, there's not many places you can use that. So yeah. we did it right down to teens, what we'd use. And I think we're going to end, and we needed a bucket to finish it. So I says to that young lad with me then, I said, you go make a start, get taping up, be there at eight. I left mine. I think it was seven o'clock to get to Merchants for half past, which is Hull, 15 miles away. By the time I got to Johnson's, got it, got back, got back to the site, quarter past nine. To oh, do yeah. a 30 mile round time, trip. Because you get to Edge of Hull, you just hit all commuting traffic into town. Mm. Buses, they've got bus lanes you can't use, you've got everybody commuting. And I thought, bugger this. And just swap mm. fully to ordering everything. It's one of the reasons. I mean, I still use Johnson's on rare occasion. I still use Brewers, which is in Hull. But because I take the deposits, the money sat in my bank for job. I'll ring up. Brewers rung me yesterday for some, oh, your so-and-so's coming. When, when do you need it? I just said, whenever you're passing next week, Dave. Because mm. I know I need it for a job that's in a month's time. They yeah. love it because I'm playing the game. I don't set up, I don't expect them to come out do that journey for a five litre tin of paint. I just say whenever you're passing, because I know they've got a, a big uh, spot, this supply up row for one at port cabins, and they'll be there three times a week. So I just said, drop it in my porch when you're passing. You know, and it just yeah, saves nice. a hell of a lot of messing about. You know, I, mm. I can just order it. I can go online. Well, what? When did I order that paint? Friday morning. Half six Friday morning. Went online, logged in, 
had a list of colours, ordered my paint, clicked deliver, got notification done, switch off, go to work. Yeah. You know, it makes it easier. It does. It does. It does. I mean, it's like the, the, the thing with us as well is like where we didn't have the canopy on the back of the ute for such a long time. We could only fit excellent. Everyone's got a bloody ute here, haven't they? Yeah. At, at the time, just reminds me, Joe, Joe mangling neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, but now we're at a stage where we can rack it out and keep like you know, yeah. Zins are in there all the time and this and that. It's you know, it's uh, nothing. Can't you just get a normal van then? Oh, they're like rocking well, you can, No, do you know what it is, right? Is at the time, this is pre-Mark coming into the business, I got the U and um, I got it because we, we knew we were going to have a baby and it's dual cab, isn't it? So there's five, yeah. it's like a car and then you can put, and then there is quite a lot of room in the back once you do it, do you know what I mean? So it was doubled can't, up. Can't, can't you get like a three-seater van? Yeah, but then if there's four of you... Yeah. Oh no, three of you. Do you know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah. yeah see, there's four. Balls. There's four balls. Dog. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's four of us, and we have a estate car, and we yeah. have a my van. I had a little noddy van, two seater Citroen Berlingo, and then I got a. Well, it's a Nissan, but basically it's a Renault Traffic with Nissan badges on. But it's three seater. Yeah. You know, so if I'm if I've got to nip kids somewhere, we can all go in it. You know. And it is Andy. Look. Hands down, vans are better for work, especially yeah. when it's raining and shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Or yeah. just just storage-wise and stuff, you can just get a lot more mm-hmm. in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the practicality of having the five seats plus the yeah. van bit at the back is really handy. Yeah. So coming up for last few then, Room 101, do you guys know what this is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that from, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Hancock or Neil Malarkey, as my dad used to call him for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Mark Mark's not far off my age, so he'll remember. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. What are well, we getting then. rid of? Yeah, three Can, things. Um, is that three things each? Because I know me and yeah. Mark would get rid of a lot of shit. We, yeah, we three hate a lot each. of shit. Well, <laughs> three things each. Um, I suppose... Um, Vapor box, get rid of it. Yeah. The Is that like a brush, brush mate? Box. What we'd call brush mate. Yeah, brush yeah. mate. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of it. Um oil based. Oil based paint. Get rid of it. And I know I'm missing out. I'm sort of um what else would I get rid of? What do we hate ads? Um I'm trying to think now because um, we do hate a lot of shit. We spend a lot of our days just t- t- dirty brushes. T- <laughs> yeah, dirty <laughs> brushes. Yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> See, this is something I did make notes on. That, like, yep. I was like, right, I'm definitely writing these down. Have you got a right long list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have, but I, I did narrow it down to three or four. Um, I, I'll put products that say no rubbing down on them. Yeah. No rubbing down required or stuff that just markets, you know, you don't need to rub down. Minimal prep. Think, yeah, because <laughs> I just think it's just <laughs> fucking guaranteed gateway to shit, shit yeah. show work, isn't it? Um, yeah. Electricians, fucking put them in the bin straight away, messy bastards. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and P- uh, P50, I don't know if you have that there or not. Do you know what P- they call it? Profile 50, I hate it. 
it's instead of like square set or cornice. Yeah. They have like a channel that's like this big. It's 50 mil and that's why it's called profile 50 P50. And it goes around the edge of the room and yeah. it sort of makes the ceiling look like it's floating. But it's just a pain in the ass to paint. You've got to get a little fitch up there. Yeah. If you're brush and rolling. Gotta gap it. You've got to yeah. gap it. It's just shit. I, I, imagine it'd be, it. I imagine it'd be a bit like a shadow on a suspended ceiling. You know, I when you, the, shadow line, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they used to put that little black black paint to get some bloody uh, thin lats of wood and paint the narrowest side black. Pin it round room and then put the suspended ceiling on straight onto that, rather yeah. than onto the yeah, plaster. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. it. It's, I just think it's shit. I don't, yeah. Everyone, it's like everywhere here. Like the, you don't the mind amount, it. The Mark, amount of times I've gone round that way, bloody flat fitch, doing it in black. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Especially when oh, you're next something. to me, or a spec paper or something expensive and all, and your hands shaking, you're thinking, shit, I should have been drinking <laughs> last night. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant so where can we find you online and social media will you know as soon as you don't do it yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're um we're on Insta aren't we Mark and Facebook yes. we, you know yeah yeah I mean really we're on Instagram we've got a website dopedeco.com.au um, yeah. I'll look that up I didn't know you had one yeah it got launched yeah couple of months ago it's it quite professional yeah. <laughs> um our, t- our mate tyson from free range design done it he's v- he's very good um and we're on instagram which is dope.deco um yeah, yeah. you'll find probably find me and mark chatting bollocks on our stories in a couple of i've nice seen posts, i've so. seen you but i've never seen mark on there is he a bit shy yeah i, I just said <laughs> chris i did do a few but um Everybody was going, God, bloody hell, I'm dizzy because I was doing a walkthrough of the house and I think maybe I was... Um, a bit too fast. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I do. <laughs> but having said that, the, the particular jobs that I have been on of late, I, I didn't think there was um, much content, but um, we've got a few nice jobs coming up now to Christmas, so I think yeah. I'll be um, th- doing everybody's head in. I've been on a run of a few jobs where you think there's no worth posting on this. It's just a yeah. regular paint, you know. It's noteworthy, yeah. is it? Nah, it's 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 hard, isn't it? Sometimes you think it's not really a photographable job. Um, yeah, it's it's it, just it does... it's just a room repaint. Everybody does them week in week out. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then and then sometimes I, I I've taken pictures of this whole unit that we French washed, and they just look shit. I'm like, yeah. I'm so annoyed. I'm I'm thinking about getting Tommy over just to take the photo for me, Tommy Devitt. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> maybe, maybe outsource your photography. Yeah. If, well, you know, if, you get, if you get one job off it, it could be worth it. It's mm-hmm. it's more it's more the colour. It's just you know, like the colour just looks washed out. I think I might, you know, and I don't. This is the thing: we don't edit our photos, but I feel like it just needs to be tweaked because the yeah. blues. Well, that's that's where if you've got there. a pro in, you know, if yeah, you, if they know what they're doing. Somebody that come in and use them regularly, and you know, did it did it at a discounted rate because you do them regularly. If you've got a decent project, if it, if it costs you two hundred quid and you get another job off it, is it worth it? Yeah, true. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Peter, we might have a job coming up for you, mate. <laughs> so, yeah. so, Obby's outside of work. What, what do we do outside work when we're not working? Oh my! Kids, kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're taking out for a bike ride down seafront next. Get them out to house. <laughs> yeah, 
That's it. My little boy does jiu-jitsu. He's been doing it for three years now. So that's it. That's, yeah. that's just it is Saturday, Sundays, everything. And then um, no hobby for my heart. Just go to work, come home, jiu-jitsu with him and back. Witching hour bed. Do you find kids <laughs> have a better social life than you? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you, Adam? DJing? Yeah, DJing. Yeah. Um, and, and the gym, really. And it, when I get chance, go and snowboarding. Yeah. I, but I, predominantly DJing. I, I love my house, techno. I, I was just, just going to ask you what sort of music. I know, I know it's, you know, obviously. Classic. Basically, any, anything underground, really. I play for quite a big night here called Sash. It's probably the biggest sort of like minimal on house, deep house <laughs> night in Sydney. That just reminds me of Kevin and Perry. Sasha or Shikey? <laughs> <laughs> One of my so, favourite films. <laughs> oh, it's fucking it. But we were talking about that on, on site the other day and laughing a lot about it. It's brilliant. Yeah. In, in between is as good, but it's just not quite Kevin and Perry, is it? If you've no. seen any in between us stuff. Yeah. That that were on the other night we'd 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 finished watching summer and as as we stopped it, it come on on telling it in between it was that bit where they're at nightclub and bloody Neil's doing his dance. Oh he's, he's <laughs> bloody AC is like, but yeah, still yeah. not patch on Kevin and Perry. Yeah, no, it's no. very funny. So There's something about that nineties comedy, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's very funny. Harry Enfield and loads of money and all that lot. Yeah. What what other ones? Wait, Stavros or Spiros? kebab shop owner used to do <laughs> oh, yeah. not very pc are they <laughs> no, no. that wouldn't happen now would it <laughs> well, it's that it's that fools and horses isn't it some of the stuff they've said in that you won't get away with now no no so lastly and final one who are you guys digging on insta um and Tom, tommy devon i think is sort of the um his work is very good yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's very good. Um, I, I for lads from the UK, I, I really like Scott Honson's decorating. Um, yeah. he's a really good lad. Really like um Saxby decorating as well. Yeah. Um, I talk. I, I I don't even know his name. I feel really bad. But there's there's all the big ones in the UK and stuff. But um, I I, I might um shout out a few Aussies that people might not know about, you know, because I know it's obviously. Yeah. But um, you'll have to check out, he's, he's actually a mate of mine um, and he does a lot of trout finishes and stuff, but he does artwork and it's insane. Um, my mate, Danny Willens, you have to check out his, which is DC Willens artwork. And he does these massive murals and they're just incredible. I mean, it's all airbrushed and stuff, but I know it's a bit arty. It's not really... But he, he's yeah, a but painter by lines, trade. It? It's all it's all painting. Yeah, you know, he's a painter by trade and does trowel finishes and stuff as well, and then does his murals over the top of it. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, in Perth, there's two ladies called Painted Earth. It's Painted Dot Earth One, and they're they're, they're over in Fremantle. I think they're pretty insane. Um, uh, Nikki from Recreate Painting and Decorating is probably one of the best painters in. Well, she's moved to Noosa now, hasn't she, Mark? But, mm-hmm. um, she's very humble, 
very lovely because when I was we were trying to teach ourselves to spray we've had a lot of headaches with it and she said look come over and have a look at my job in Centennial Park she wasn't flexing her muscles over it or anything she was just saying I just want you to see if you persevere with spraying what you the end result can can achieve yeah Yeah, and she's just incredible her work's flawless isn't it Mark it's it's Mm -hmm. pretty pretty awesome amazing yeah um and uh, our mate Alex um artful decorator very nice guy um yeah dm applications damien who's who's helped us on that um tempo job where we did all the dials we create those sundials out of render he he helped us out with that um and uh make it mint as well over in uh, new zealand he's a bit of a legend and brent search painter he's a lovely guy as well you just gonna have to bully message me all these i can't keep yeah up. sorry I'm, I'm, I'm going on yeah but they're all That's worth fine. a shout out yeah brilliant yeah okay though well it's uh it's been a first i weren't expecting <laughs> <laughs> having two of the yeah, other ones it's, it, it's, 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 it's made it interesting blokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's been brilliant to catch up with you anyway yeah thank you very oh, much oh it's been Chris. brilliant yeah mm. brilliant cheers guys I, I, I just want to say Chris just before you go um, I, I think it's a really lovely thing what you're doing the Brothers of the Brush podcast cheers um, it's really really good for the community and that mate and uh, I hope you keep it up on that Right. Cheers, uh, Adam. It's really lovely. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye. Same here, Chris. Thank you, buddy. Cheers. Okay, bye, Chris. Well, that's all we have time for in this week's episode. I hope you enjoy listening to him as much as I do. Now, if you'd like to show your support, you can do it in various ways. You can click on the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes, leave us a review on iTunes, hashtag Bobcast on Insta, and share us with your friends. You can also reach out to us on the usual channels, which again can be found in the show notes, as we do always appreciate your feedback. And if you ever fancy taking part, then simply just contact us. Thanks for listening. See you next time.